I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me it and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know? just to get it weird okay so <laughs> today today we have two guests at once it's been a long time since i've done this since the menage a trois and the mic has gone down <laughs> in here dude <laughs> couldn't have had two better fellas than you though oh, let's cheers, let's cheers it yeah john cheers. Cool. thanks for having us Thank you. so we got curtis down here in the green pronounce hey pull the mic up pronounce your last name if you were in Poland, it'd be Grenkovich, but it's Grenkowitz because it's been Americanized. Yeah. Say it again in Polish. Grenkowitz. Ooh. Yeah. That, that hits, right? Sh- shit hits, right? <laughs> Never then, like like basically no fucking vowels or like it's all vowels. I forget which one it is. It's all vowels basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Are you from like? Are you like your family from there originally? Like first uh, family, your mom, dad, or? It's a crazy fucking story actually um i'm british my dad's british born and raised in england um i could go really deep into this if we wanted to right give us a little bat. preview a, a preview of this okay so apparently oh before we get going fully yeah i only have one mic so we're gonna switch off yeah. between john and curtis but so, so i'll tell my life story real quick get in real quick <laughs> Well, because I kind of wanted to start this with uh, how you got into skating, but a little preamble. About yeah, your preamble family. to the Grankowitz family. Um, <laughs> say, it, like, say it like it's supposed to be said. Okay, a preview to the Grankowitz family. <laughs> um, Gangster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, the legend has it, right, that four brothers in Poland got in a bar fight. All right. And one of these brothers, like, really hurt someone in this bar fight. Yeah. And, like, to the point where he was going to go to jail. So, instead, him and his brothers fled the country to America. Gnarly. Started a bakery, of all things. Like, muffins and shit? Probably. Bread. <laughs> this is, like, the down the line. Like, this is, like, how the Grankowitz family, like, kind of, like, got to England or whatever. I mean, to America. And uh, so, my grandfather was American, Polish. And he was in the Air Force, uh, the American Air Force, and then met my grandmother in England, and that's where ah. that like British descent started. But basically, what happened is these four brothers moved to America, started this bakery, got in like a heated debate over the like the business, and they just never talked to each other. So to this day, I have like Grankowitzes on like from across America. Like I think we're related, like dis- distant cousins, and just bad blood over muffins. Yeah, basically, like. <laughs> or bread. I don't fucking know, but it's crazy because uh, yeah, there's a lot of like Grankowitzes I don't know. Um, it's it's interesting for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, pass the mic to John. Pass the mic. What's your family story? <laughs> well, dude, me and John, you can adjust it to pull it towards you. You want it like pretty close. Me and John like. It's been a while, dude. We met like through my brother, I believe. Through your brother. Yeah. How's Sam, he doing? Sam's doing awesome, dude. Cool. He's in Australia. He's married. He like uh, adopts kids and takes care of them, and okay. does like social work out there. He's always like fighting for a cause for the good of humanity. So he's crushing. Always and he's, been on that wave. Yeah. He's always been on that wave. And he's still skating too, like constantly, full time work and skating like crazy. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Well, how'd you guys meet? You and Sam. 
Because I met you through Sam. I'm pretty positive. Because I remember he was just like raving about you and Spice Lee. I don't know if I met him like. It was when he lived in Fall River. Probably. Maybe at the skate park. Maybe like Lafayette Skate Park. Ooh, yeah, Lafayette. Or like Skater's Edge. I don't know. Probably. One of those two. Yeah. One of those two. And I think we just were skating together. And he's like, oh, my brother lives with me. And I was like, oh, sick. Yeah. Anthony? <laughs> the guy the guy from uh, the, New York videos? The Nick Cage movie? <laughs> the Nick Cage movie? I was trying so hard to come up with The Rock or something. <laughs> the guy from, uh, uh, what's the one? Leaving Arizona? No, what's the Arizona? Was it? Or oh, Raising Arizona, Arizona dude. <laughs> Yeah, dude, my brother loves loves you. You and Spicy, like, I remember he's just like, he was like your biggest advocate. I had no clue. Yeah, he wouldn't stop. He was like, you got to meet these dudes. They're like so juiced on skating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still juiced on skating. It's Hell, like, yeah, I'll drink to that. That was like. <sighs> yeah, boys. That was 2021. Uh, what, 2010? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around then, right? It's got to be, if not earlier. 2009? I think New York days or before New York days. Yeah, dude. And John was in the original All I Need video. Yes, sir. Yeah, Mr. Chase Barty editing, yes, filming, dude. So fun. Before All I Need was All I Need. Yeah, that's how you guys helped build it yeah. from the beginning, dude. You're yeah. the first in the first video. And Spicely, did you got you and Spicely shared a part, right? Or did you no, have separate I, parts? I had my own separate part. Oh, it was Jay and Sammy. Sammy and uh, JV shared yeah, a part right, right. to the Beatles. That's Mike Hathaway. He's just having a baby. Oh, wow. He just, I uh, saw, he texted me the other day. He's having a girl. Yeah, I think oh. it's a girl. Might have got that wrong, but <laughs> he's having a baby either way. And he's still ripping, John. Yeah. Down in Florida. Wow. He links up like every time we go down for Surf Expo. That dude used to rip. Still, dude. And he's crazy because he has like a, a pot belly. He's like shaped like a panda bear, kind of like a pot belly <laughs> dude, but he's still mad tech. Like switch trays, switch hard flips, like manny tricks and shit. It's insane, dude. Got that grown man strength. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here. Typical Shetler show, all I need podcast out. Pass it back to Curtis. Let's go into how you got into skating. Uh, Basically, my brother, Uh, he got like a shorties board. Nice. Uh, Fucking when I was like seven so he was like 11 um and he like he was into it and then you know got a girlfriend and shit got into high school yeah and then it was my board some people aren't uh, built for this life you yeah know what yeah for <laughs> real well he was a my brother was a gnarly freestyle skier actually whoa sick like you do like 270 on rail 270 off i get it yeah he yeah. like fucked up his knee doing that shit though um but it takes a certain type of personality to be a skateboarder. Yeah, for like, sure. For sure. <laughs> Some people like get into it real quick and then they pass it on to their brother. Yeah, know? I think it's like, you know, I've always like been quote unquote like an artist, even though like I hate that like title. Um, and when people fucking, I don't know, like like that you're more than an artist, right? Like there's other things you're interested in, you know what I mean? Kind really, of thing. Your life is art. Right, yeah, 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 right. So like even for skateboarding, that's what like appealed to me and just like, outcast shit um fuck yeah you know what i, I mean? like that and just like grabbing onto it and uh i'm from framingham so like i grew up going to eastern border dope dope yeah and uh super nervous to go there 
and like Eastern border. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know why. Well, it was also because like I lived in fucking Framingham. For those of you who don't know, it's like the biggest or was the biggest town in America, actually. I knew that. That was like our claim to fame and it just became a city. So that's gone. You know what I mean? Now we're like, <laughs> I, my, 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 my <laughs> it was like either the population yeah, too many people are fucking John. or the size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Basically, they, they fucked their way into a city. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I wonder. <laughs> well, it like should have been a city before it was. It was just like old money shit. But yeah, no, like so I had to go down fucking Route Nine for those of you who know it or yeah. even know what Route Nine is. It turns into Huntington Ave in Boston. Um, but I would have to like ride my bike to fucking Eastern Border on Route Nine. I think that's, really. maybe that's why it was scary. Like literally, like fucking people just like driving like crazy and i'm on the highway by myself as a kid there's the fucking barrier in the middle and it's just like businesses yeah. and it's like doesn't seem like a sidewalk friendly place yeah <laughs> no not really it's snow and it's fucking yeah, piling up and shit not really if you didn't have a bike or didn't have a mode of transportation it was kind of like fuck did you get your first board from eastern border so actually my brother did so the shorties but for me and real ones will remember ski market in framingham all, all right. right so ski market had like a little skate program and ski market was closer. Yeah. So I didn't have to go as far down fucking Route 9. Um, and <laughs> when I saved up enough money, because my parents were like, oh, your brother didn't fucking like it. Like, he gave up on it. You're going to give up on it, too. We're not going to buy you a board. Haters. Yeah. They love it now. It's crazy. <laughs> they think it's fucking funny as fuck that, like, I'm, like, just selling out of skateboards and shit. They're just like, damn, I would have never known that it would turn into this, you know? That's cool. Um, but yeah, I walked my ass to fucking ski market and my first board I bought myself, I remember this, it was in like a warped pile. Yeah. Again, it was a fucking ski market. Like they didn't yeah. really hire skaters. It it's like, weird they had a warp pile though. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I yeah, which was fire. So for me going in there like with like my $50 that I've been saving up, you know what I mean? From yeah. like whatever, grandma, birthday money, I don't know. So like I was like I think I was like twelve years old and I walked to ski market and I bought this warped Jason Dill Alien <laughs> Workshop board. That's perfect. Yeah, it's it, a perfect first board. It worked out. <laughs> I only liked it because the graphic was weird. It had like my minimal like. Color. Wait, it was an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys remember when Dill skate for twenty three? Yeah. Sal and Dill is sick as shit. Yeah. Side note. Side note. Yeah. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember trucks, wheels, any of those setup? Uh, nah. So, again, I didn't have enough money. I just transferred over the shitty-ass, like, venture trucks, and uh, they were Spitfire wheels that my brother had on his shorties board. Um, I remember the Spitfire wheels because they were, like, tie-dyed, like, yeah, yellow and red. I think I remember those ones. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, certain wheels you just never forget. I was like, I don't want new wheels. Like, I fucking <laughs> yellow and red ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I grew up in Framingham and going to like Skaters Paradise and shit, seeing like America, like tour there, which blew my fucking mind. They went to there? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking awesome. Like I was blown away. Um, and then there was like talks of having a Framingham skate park, which finally happened. I know you were like a part of that in some way, right? Was it Ken Russell? Yeah. He hit me up and was like, yo, we're trying to build a park in Framingham and I just need like someone with a name in the area to like come and like give some feedback right and i'm like looking at the park designs and shit and i don't know stuff about, i don't know anything about designing a park right but you know i just added like a little input i was like uh, maybe this you know yeah. like nothing big but i just went there that day and uh was like the face you know yeah. like the pro that was there basically yeah my boy uh who rides for Oyster, James McCarthy. Shout out, Hell James. Yeah. Uh, do, do. Yeah. Bro, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
he <laughs> was at the opening. He like cut the fucking ribbon, I think. Yeah, yeah. At Framingham Skate Park. But it finally happened. I remember going to like these. There was some beef with the whole thing at oh, the skate park. Oh my god, dude, we raised money and was shit. Was it James that was involved in that? Because there was some craziness with the, the, the rec department was weird me out. The people I like had to deal with. And then like some lady showed up and was like, this kid deserves the credit for wanting to get this park here. And they don't want to give him the credit. <laughs> it was like an older lady. Huh. Yeah, she like called me like days before and was like gave me the inside scoop. And I was probably like a little too high to <laughs> really get what she was saying. But wait, like, what? <laughs> it might not have been James, but someone was like, "Yeah, this kid did the work to like get the hype to get this going, and now the Rex department's just stealing the whole thing." Oh, we got puppy alert. Puppy coming in. <laughs> put her, put her in the other room, please. All right, that's fine. Emma's a sweetie. Come What's here, up, Emma. Emma. How you doing, girl? Yo, yo, Emma. Should I pick her up and show nah. her the crib? <laughs> no, Emma, come here. Emma, come here, sweetie. Look at the cone of shame, Emma. <laughs> what happened, dude? <laughs> we yeah. were just downstairs and you didn't have this on. People need to see this. Oh, my My lady interrupts the show all the time, so this is like... <laughs> see through yeah for real i kind of yeah i kind of feel bad when they like, they can't have no peripheral yeah. emma come That's here crude. Come here, emma. i'll take the cone off your head bro <laughs> come here she just has like dry skin because the weather's changing yeah. so she's just like obsessive classic new england yeah so like she's just been itching herself and then elwood my lady was saying elwood's just like all up on her ass you know <laughs> Um, here, well, what was I saying? Dude? We were talking about oh, the yeah. framing Well, that's classic because like we were supposed to have that park like when I was in high school and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then I just remember being like, "This is never gonna fucking happen." Well, with the people <laughs> that I met that were like, there was serious inside beef with the yeah. Rex Department, the City of Framingham City, yeah. and some like there was like some internal workings that was weird the day of the event. So I was like watching it all. Yeah. No one else saw it, but, like, since I knew the gossip, because the lady called me, like, a day before, like, with the beef, and I'm like, oh, James dude. probably knows about this gossip. He's got, he will have more insight on this, so maybe you should have him on the podcast. I probably should, because sure. I think I met James that day, and his parents were there, maybe, and they, like, introduced me. I Possible. might be confused, but. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's how I started skating. And yeah, thank I love my brother for like introducing it to me. Basically, what a ledge. Yeah, for real, for real. All um, right, well, let's let's throw this to John it, now. Slide it over. Take us. Oh, get that thing. Jam that thing a little lower. Let the people see it, bro. Nice. Start at the beginning. Do you remember your first board? What the setup was? How'd you get it? Where were we at? How right. old were we? First board was probably all right. First board was probably ten years old. Yes. Right. At, I used to play baseball growing up. Nice. What position? Pitcher, shortstop, and then I even played in high school. Still, I played really? center field. Wow. Um, but I when never, I was never guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't start skating till like going into senior year high school, like sixteen, seventeen. Wow. That's kind of old. Late like, bloomer. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> um. Got put on by some good dudes though, so I got good fast. Um, good. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Um, I watched some progression, bro. First board was like this like old fish-shaped board with like rails, 
rail on the nose that I got from a from a banquet at the end of like the baseball trophy ceremony oh, thing. I see, I see. So like, <laughs> yeah, it was at like a night. It was you know always at like a nice banquet hall or whatever, and you know most valuable player this year you get your trophy <laughs> oh, and you get to pick out of you know these gifts that were you they know, gave available. you away dude they and basically of, gave you a way to skateboard one of them <laughs> one of one of those prizes was a skateboard and <laughs> i fucking rocked that shit and dude for years i lived on a hill and we would just like ride that down a hill yeah like on some street luge yeah type b like i even dude i even like bro i nailed like wood <laughs> on the front of it and then with a cross beam so i had like like a foot thing you know Cause yeah we were, like, you had like almost a soapbox at that point type b type b all right so fast forward going into high school uh i'm in high school my best friend at the time sean conroy shout out shouts out sean conroy hell yeah sean been a minute love you miss you don't know where you are um he started skating and i thought it was cool as hell and um i Dude, Christmas, I went to, uh, my mom took me to Mr. Rags. Mr. Rags. So Mr. Rags, if you don't know, was like the original Zoomies. Uh, all right. It was like a like a Hot Topic type of store, but they sold skateboard. It was like an alternative store. There was one in the Taunton Mall. Oh, well, shit. Back in the day. I Mr. Rags. I saw that one, yeah. Um, I'm thinking about it now, and their graphic is very in the now. Now. Yeah, I was like on some nineties, you know. Yeah. Bag baggy pant like Jinko jeans and Oh yeah. Type of so I got a Willie Santos birdhouse board. What sick. Was my first board. Filipino. Do 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 shout out. Blue Phantom trucks. Yes. I used to ride for Phantom. Um Dude, I had so many Phantom trucks. And um I think Richter <laughs> Richter wheels because um when I first started skating, I started skating at like uh Skaters Island. Yeah. Um, and Middletown, Rhode Island. And Middletown, yeah. We Fall River had their little shitty skate park at the time. Um, but yeah, I went to Skater Island, dude, and I was watching you. Oh, shit. I was watching Eli Reed when everyone had the baggy. Dude. Akil. Uh, Akil. Bra- all those dudes, <laughs> bro. Heavy squad. Like Donnie, and I think Donnie was riding Richter wheels, so I, had, I bought Richter that makes wheels. Sense. Um, yeah. Donnie's a huge influence on everyone. Huge. You see him and you're like, I want to be like Donnie, huge. you know? That's so, sick. Yeah. Willie Santos Birdhouse. That's a wild one. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that, but that's a solid. I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't really know anything yet. And I just, <laughs> I, the graphic was fucking cool. And yeah. That's what I bought, you know? That's how I ended up with a Willie board too. It was uh, three frogs stacked on top of each other. Yeah. And it was, I believe it was a Willie Santos board. And I just liked it because the same thing. It was just like cool looking. Didn't know who Willie was. Learned later that he could land every trick in the world. Yeah. Know, which is insane. But that's like a big thing, dude, is like, dude. Board design, like, you gotta, you know, you want to cater to, you know, the true, the true heads and stuff, but you also have to, like, if you're designing a board, you have to, like, step outside and think, like, what if I was a kid at a store buying my first board? Like, you want something that's gonna, like, speak out at you, like, what are you gonna look at the wall for, like, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that that that's a big You gotta like summons your inner like twelve year old skate rat. Yeah. And like yeah. kinda look at the wall and be like, What do I think is cool? Like you know? a finger with a booger on it. Just so happens this kid <laughs> got a freaking Jason Dill. That's awesome. You yeah. Know? That worked out. <laughs> that's wild straight up only got it because like it was minimal dark brown light brown and uh, like an alien but yep. like not like the classic alien workshop alien like this weird like creature alien and i was just like that looks fire yeah <laughs> as a kid i get that i loved alien growing and, up yeah and it was cool uh like working at a skate shop i'm not gonna lie <laughs> working at orchard there for a bit and like wait 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 tell t- do tell how do you start working at orchard how'd that all work out I graduated grad school. You're free, Emma. And I was, uh, <laughs> and that was honestly, oh, is that cool that that just like for, uh, screensaver came Let me out? check real quick. Yeah. I think it's fine. Make sure it didn't stop recording. Yeah. It might have, though. <laughs> the raw, real, uncensored. Still live. Yeah, 20 minutes. All right, peace. Look at Emma's in the shot with John. <laughs> I fucking love this podcast already. This is <laughs> started off so good. Amazing. Yeah, give us a little insight into like how you started working at Orchard and found out all about that world. Yeah, that was fucking crazy uh, experience, honestly, to kind of learn how that world functions. And honestly, vicariously working with you to get boards made and stuff, like the like the people behind the scenes of like literally like getting skateboards to kids yeah man or whoever really but that was honestly the best part of the job is like reliving and seeing this you know kid or kid with their parent or kid by themselves pick out their first board it's cliche and corny but it's like unbelievable oh it's, it's good a beautiful to, thing to watch to think like john like get back in that 12 year old skate ride. yeah I'm constantly reminded of that from skateboard lessons yeah so, so i still do them is because it keeps me connected to that 12 year old skate rat yeah like in that skate shop position my friends that work at it they ex- like nick barth and like billy and them mm-hmm. they said the same thing like working there seeing the kids the the hype and like being connected yeah to that. and like for me that was like honestly such a like humbling experience as well it's like holy crap like i'm so lucky mm-hmm. that i'm like in my 30s now and still skating and still a part of this thing that I like loved and fell in love with when I was only you know, eleven, even yeah. younger, you know. Um, it's all that's awesome. Yeah. So that was cool, and that was like literally me graduating grad school. I was an art teacher for a high school, Shit. For, for four years, and that was cool. And that's kind of like why like that was probably my favorite part of that job. It was like, oh yeah, like I'm kind of like teaching them, but about skateboarding instead of art. And it's submersed in art because all the decks and exactly, all the products, exactly. you're just surrounded by And art. it's cool, too, because, like, you know, even with contemporary, like, decks, this was, like, in a period of time where, like, literally every graphic kind of, like, looked the same on the wall, like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and, like, they were, like, made for, you know, like, fucking high school skateboarders or something who were, like, yeah, like, the world sucks or something, yeah. you know? Like, look at this board with the upside-down cross or... Yeah, a globe on fire or, like, a f- happy earth that says fuck you or something you know what i mean yeah like that kind of stuff and like you'd get that one kid who's like i don't really like any of these and you're like well you don't have to get one of these (laughs) you know here's other places you can find other graphics you know yeah and even that was like funny to experience because to john's point you know what i mean with graphics and design it is interesting and i i love the weird shit i love the different shit um but yeah it has to be accessible 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I worked at Orchard for like two years. I was hyped we did that. Cause, sorry to cut you off. No. He John mentioned the holographic ones. Yeah. I was yeah. stoked because I hadn't really messed with that yet. Yeah. Well, and I asked. I was like, "Can we can we get this done?" And he's like, "Let me ask Anthony." Yeah. It's a go. I'm like, let's run it. You know. Yeah. And that was a weird situation because the people that supplied the the foil actually sent the wrong ones at first. And we kind of got a two for one though. It was honestly a happy accident. It was. It yeah. worked out perfect. Like it, it turned the same graphic into like two graphics. Separate things. Yeah. yeah. Which was honestly awesome. Yeah, yeah, and they went, which is dope. Well, we had like yeah. we had backup plans. We were like, "Fuck, if this doesn't work, like, how can we get like something different?" You know. Um. So yeah. Well, so how did you get a job? Did you like send a resume? Nah, I mean, I knew I knew Armin like. Shout out Armin. Hell yeah. Uh, Armin fucking rips. Yeah, he still, I mean, bro he still too, got it. Yeah, yeah they both are. He still got it. Um, yeah, I saw him do like a fucking Rick flip. <laughs> it was beast. Was, Fakey, like big heel. Yeah. Such a hard trick. Yeah, he yeah. did it on like a hip. It was beast. Good job. And he, I've seen him do it. <laughs> Dude, I've seen him do a lot of like. Yeah, like, no comply. He'll whip a crazy one out. Backside something or other. Every session <laughs> I've ever been around, he'll whip like one out. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sick. <laughs> um, so shout out Armin. And yeah, I just kind of like hit him up. A uh, mutual friend of mine, Sageman. Shout out Sageman. Choo, choo. Yep. Uh, he left uh, Orchard and I kind of just finished grad school, just moved back to Boston. And I was like, yo, um, I, I'm good with people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm a teacher. I love kids. I love, you know, just skateboarding. And he What grade were you teaching? In, uh, I was teaching high school. Um, and I art. Was, yeah, art. Like, basically, I was doing, like, a bunch of stuff. I was basically doing, like, drawing, painting, uh, ceramics, sculpture. So we talking freshman, sophomore? All of them. Oh, where? Yeah, they were, like, mixed. It was, like, the one opportunity these, like, kids can mix, you know? Not, yeah. Not have everyone be in 10th grade fucking math. Yeah. And only be with the 10th graders. That makes sense because it's art. It's kind of subjective, all ages, right. whatever. And I, it was honest, that's honestly a good thing. Uh, it should happen more often. Like, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I don't understand why, like, people have to, like, stay with, like, the same clique. Yeah. It kind of sucks, right? You yeah. Know? So, anyway, that's a, a whole other can of worms. I was a loner in high school. Yeah, me too. Uh, and that was, that was, like, the funny part about uh, being a teacher and shit and, like, skateboarding getting cool. It was just, like, fucking crazy to me. Like, yeah. kids wearing Vans and shit. And, like, I was, like, I got made fun of for being poor for wearing Vans. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Yeah. When I was in high school by, like, the jocks or, like, you know, playing sports or whatever. Show up to baseball practice wearing Vans. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You know? I felt um, some heat when I was younger. Yeah, for they sure. They thought you were scummy because your shoes are ripped, your pants are ripped, right. you're dirty, you're sweaty. They are right. just like, what the fuck is yeah. this? You know? And I would just, like, go to the art room in high school and... That's kind of why I became an art teacher because my art teacher was beast That's and like dope. put me on the on the right path. Like I probably wouldn't have gone to college for art, let alone get licensed to teach and stuff. Yeah. So shout out Dr. Callahan. Shout out. Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> Seriously. Um. So yeah, uh, I worked at Orchard for a couple years. Pandemic hit. Shit got fucking, you know, crazy. Obviously. Yeah. Um, weird as shit. Weird as shit. Uh. And yeah, they finally have another brick and mortar. I'm I'm no longer working there. Um, oh, that's right. They shut their store down. Yeah, they so, were doing uh, online store. For yeah, yeah, so we like moved to a warehouse and stuff, and packing boxes, yada yada. Um, but yeah, shout out Zach. He just fucked up his ankle. Um, 
part of the game, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No pain, no gain. But uh, Emma had a cone on in the beginning of this. So. Yeah, look at her now. Yeah, she's liberated. <laughs> look she at likes her. John too. <laughs> dude, this, um, this dude like knows he's animals some, very well. Yeah, I could tell. John is like a whisperer for sure. Hair, hair, switch the mic real quick. All right, so John, um, I got two questions. I got a lot more, but the two that comes to mind. One is. Sniffly. How you met uh, Spicely. Maybe tell people who Spicely is and how you met him and what your relationship is. And then I want to talk about venturing to New York a bit. Okay. So, Eric Spicely. Shout out to Eric Spicely. <laughs> Savage. Um, high school. Being in the lunchroom and... Fall um, River? In Fall River, Durfee High School. Being in, being in lunch and I had my skateboard and I had... Kenny Anderson audios for Dope. a skate shoe. Brown leather. <laughs> Dude, I think uh, I remember those. Jokes. Brown leather gum bottom. Yes, I love the gum soles. Got them from CCS. Fresh, fresh. Um, you were looking good then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Kim was looking sharp. So he's like, Dude, you skate? I skate too. I'm from the South End. And I'm from the East Side of Fall River. And um, I never, you know, me and this kid, Sean, we never really, we kind of stayed. On the east side, over where like Lafayette is, and we never went to the south end. Yeah, we went to the south end one day after school with Eric and and met, you know, him and his homies. And this kid was, I was like struggling to ollie a six stair, and he was like hard flipping it second try. Which is you said you started. You were a little older, right? How old was Spicely then? He had to be same he, same age as me. Same age, right. but just he's like, just huge. Just. <laughs> but just he he had been skating since he was like younger, you yeah. know. So he was already so advanced. But um, yeah, we became homies, dude. And dude, like barely kick flipping, and he was just doing these wet tray flips with like the spread leg, like before that was cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh my god. But I just progressed with him. Yeah, he's like a crazy one to progress with because he's so big. So his pop is like. I remember his pop was ridiculous, and that's kind of how it was for me and Westgate. I like skate with Westgate a bunch, yeah. but he was shorter than me, and his pop was beast. Yeah, I couldn't keep like, up. What? Could imagine with him like keeping up with Spicely. His pop was unbelievable too. But yeah, we um we had a couple cool older dudes that you know put us on. This dude Randy Cabral. Shout out! I know Randy. Um, Ranzig. Ranzig. Dude, I haven't heard thought about Ranzig, Ranzig in a long dude. I time. Lo- I love him. I miss him. But I got he, a good story. He puked in my house. He was, <laughs> <laughs> he was like a solstice guy, you know? Yeah, so yeah. he, you know, he took us under the wing and, you know, here we are hanging out with Jay Vasconcelos and all these guys and that's sick. From wanting to be like shop flow for solstice, you know, but we would we we'd go on sessions and, you know, just got to step up to the plate and try and skate with the skate with the guys. So we all progressed fairly fast i believe it's crazy that spicely fucking is in the ufc and then like dude so like (laughs) we we go to providence to go skate right we go filming and then we go to the mall like let's go to the mall and we go to newberry comics and we like try and steal joy division (laughs) t-shirts and Freaking Misfits t-shirts, and he's over there trying to steal, like, UFC DVDs. Oh, like, shit. dude, what? Why are you what? Like, what? Like, that's wild. what is that? You know? He's like, oh, I like this. You know? It's like wrestling, but way, like, hardcore. It's, like, real. Yeah. And, uh, dude, years later, here he is. Like, It's so wild. UFC. Like, he put his mind to it and, like, did that shit. 
Yeah. I feel like he could have been a pro skateboarder, too, just from his work. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, if he didn't get, go off in that direction. Yeah, either, he just, know? like, fell, dude, he fell in love with it. That's so wild. He fell in love with it. and Just, like, love skating, too, but I think he just was, like, I want to try this. Like, I want to, I don't know. I, um, I don't know. I love Fall River. How do you feel about Fall River? You grew up there, right? Yeah, I'm from there, dude. Yeah. Um, I have it tattooed on me. Do um, you? Yeah. Is it showable or do we have to get the nips out? No, nah, it's... <laughs> oh, right here. Oh, shit. Just actual Fall River. That's it. I got 508 on my stomach, too, like gangster uh, style. Hell like, yeah. Like Tupac? Tupac style. <laughs> yeah. It's 508. That's dope. Yeah, Tupac's right behind you. <laughs> um, Don't sleep, bro. I hate Fall River so much. I get it. I hate it so much, dude. Um, my my family still lives there. I I I love it unconditionally, obviously, but the uh, lack of progression and um, the comfortability, and yeah, there's just it's it's like a forgotten city. There's a lot of them in this country, dude. And yeah, you know they'd rather lock a kid up for spraying his name all over the city. Rather than busting the local heroin dealer who's killing who knows? kids once a week, or yeah, who week. Knows the death many. rate there is freaking insane. It's it's insane, dude, and it's really sad, you know. But I mean, I love where I'm from. I would never change anything, but I just feel bad. Yeah, I yeah. feel bad, dude. You know, it's wild. You can go to some parts of Fall River. I haven't. I mean, I haven't been in a long in a year or two. At least street skating in Fall River. I should go again. There's spots though. There is. Dude. <laughs> there's there freaking is. spots, dude. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> you skating there. <laughs> but so, yeah, the North End. My grandmother lives in the North End, and she's got like a nice little house with a backyard, woods. But that's like, just like a tiny fraction of that city. Most of the city is just like run down. That I've. Dude, Run down. It's full, fully true. It's like Little Detroit. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. And I've, I one time saw in Fall River a horse by the water. Someone had a horse. <laughs> it looked like the city, but they had like a horse in their yard, dude. I swear to God, dude. What? Uh, yeah, just like they shouldn't have had a horse, but they had a horse like in the backyard. <laughs> I was like, this they is were some... they were probably uh, <laughs> testing out their ivermectin. Yeah, <laughs> it was some fucking ghetto shit. <laughs> That's like a sin word now. You can't say that shit. <laughs> he watches Joe Rogan once. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was on Rogan. Uh, You're on the sh- uh, All I Need show. Yeah, the Shrogan. Shetler Rogan. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not bald enough to be him yet. <laughs> or like, you still have a neck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> oh, I'm stoked to my neck. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, go back to Curtis, and we'll come back for New York okay. City because you did venture to New York, and right. you're talking about going back too. So, um, he is going back to New York City. Going, going back, back <laughs> to New York. Not Cali. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay, take us into um. How we met? That's a good idea. We'll go there. Yeah, oh, John. man. Okay, so... John should have a podcast, dude. T- t- talk, yeah, for real, dude. He's got fucking some ideas. Yeah, all right. this is his take second... Take my mic with you. I have that road mic. Take it with you. Plug in your thing. Record anywhere you want. On the road. That dude. one I showed you. The one Do I started it. with. Do it. I'll give it to you. 
I'll bless you with it, son. Yeah. No, Even this is my fir- first podcast. This is his second podcast. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Pass the mic. I did a podcast like two months ago with uh, the old mayor of Fall River. His name is Will Flanagan. Really? Will Flanagan show. He was the old mayor? He's actually... Like he used to be mayor of Fall River? He used River? to be mayor of Fall River, yeah. Wild. And yeah. he has a podcast and you ended up on it? Yeah, me and my brother. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what was that about? Being skater? Uh, me and my brother have a brand called JLCS. Yes. Plugging that. Hell yeah. Um... So, yeah, this guy likes fashion and stuff like that, so he, he brought us on the show. Yo, I think I saw something, a photo where you guys were, like, in the newspaper, maybe. Were you in the newspaper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been in the newspaper it. a couple times the past few months. What? <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. The mayor. Who would have thought you'd be talking to the mayor? Yeah. Did you tell him about his story? Issues? Story for <laughs> story for maybe later down the line or later in the show, but um, this mayor actually locked me up <laughs> around 2010 for writing graffiti. That's hilarious. Fucking and like man. tried to make an example out of me. Did he know that he did oh, that? Oh, he fully knew. And when he asked you on the show, did what did he put this the This is the dots? first time I've seen him since that since that that happened. Wow. And uh, I'm a, I'm a grown ass man now. Yeah. So yeah. uh Yeah, you are. <laughs> and I've accomplished some things that he's seen. So I mean, he's like he wasn't the mayor to me anymore. He was like a peer or yeah, like, yeah. you know, like I've actually probably accomplished more than you did. Did he apologize? To be honest with you. Did he apologize? No, I never brought that up to discussion, but I yeah. did hint, you know, <laughs> what jab. had happened and laughed about it, you know. <laughs> and, but awesome. there's no bad blood. He was just doing his job and I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? We can't have motherfuckers doing it everywhere. <laughs> so this, is, this is my second <laughs> podcast, not my first rodeo, but... Um, it's fun. First one on the All I Need pod. For, so that's record-breaking. Boom. <laughs> John helped build fucking All I Need, which is a cheers to that too, dude. Wow, dude. I actually forgot about that. Yeah. That's uh, amazing. Hey, get in there. Yeah, guys. full circle, dude. I real. always tell people that because like, that video is hard to put online because all the songs, you know? Is, like, is that what? Yeah. Yeah, I, want, I hit up Chase one time. I was like, yo, can we just like get the raw without the songs? But I, don't, I, I think I got to reach out again. I might have had the wrong number or something, but... <laughs> But like, yeah, but that one was like, so people don't, people know about it, but only people that had DVDs or like was at the premiere or like, and then, uh, so which is, that's like the core foundation of the brand is that video. The people that like love it are the ones who were there from the beginning, you know, like crazy. Cheers. Wow, beast. Full circle. Where, yeah. should, where are we at? I don't know. You're the director of the podcast oh, now. Oh, fuck. Curtis is in charge. I've never done this before. First podcast, but he teaches like, kindergarten. No, <laughs> high school high school art. <laughs> I have taught kindergartners art before at the uh, Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. <laughs> How did you and John meet? Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Up. Yo, uh, so this is another... 2011. Yeah, around... Kind of that yeah. yeah, right around 2011, John like dipped Fall River. was like, fuck the mayor. <laughs> um city, yeah like he's I wanted to like be in new york dude like, yeah he's saying fuck this city i, <laughs> I don't think you so. can hear it it's you just, can it's a little right. quiet but people can hear you yeah he moved and he was, we'll get to that next yeah and he was in boston basically and just so fucking happened to be crashing at my boy our boy sean redmond shout out sean redmond Hell yeah. Uh, 
full dad right now, also doing kind of like the boxing, like UFC route. Oh, right. Yeah, he's a beast. I've always said you're the last person I'd want to fight, so I'm glad you're like my best friend. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he just messaged me today. Uh, Yeah, so they, he was like a pedicabber. We were working at fucking Tasty Burger together. John was like, just happened to be there. And of all people, um, dude, I can't remember his last name right now. Jordan. Jordan what? Fuck, bro. From Fall River or Boston? Fall River. Yeah. Um, at the gauges and shit. I, I fully, yeah. I don't know his last name, yo. Shout so, out to Jordan. Yeah. Jordan with the gauges. Yeah. Jordan with the gauges. I don't remember your last name. Simple Merchant Coffee. He's got a location in Newport, Rhode Island. Oh, there it is. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, we don't know your last name, bro. I'm, I'm, I feel terrible I couldn't even right pronounce now. your last name. Yeah, exactly. I still can't. Still exactly. can't. No one can. Sorry. I, yo, when I was teaching, my students called me Mr. G. Um, I noticed yeah. your tagline on email is Curse G. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You like that? I do. I do. Yeah, I just don't want to put people through. Like, how the fuck you say that? Um, <laughs> and, uh, yo, it's so funny, like, how many people just butcher that name. It's crazy. Like, I get shelter all the time because of autocorrect. Oh, true. I send my name to people and it corrects it to true. the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, it's mad funny. Like, you know when you like you have to, like, call your bank or whatever? or like, And they're like, yeah, like, what's your name? Just to verify it's, like, you're, you're who you are. Yeah. And they always just call me Mr. Curtis. It's mad funny. That's funny. They, <laughs> they just skip it. They're like, what's your last name? <laughs> say it they're like okay mr curtis <laughs> anyway nice. um so yeah mr g for the students but yeah jordan who i knew from fucking new bedford and umass dartmouth because i had like a, a little brief stint there I, I originally went to art school in philadelphia and then just to like take the story off the rails a little bit get uh, it i well that city is fucking awesome philly's great that made me fall in love with like skateboarding again like a second like wind you know what i mean yeah like i, I was like that. i'm like an artist but like really i was just like smoking pot and like painting like not trying to figure like trying to figure the world out you're 18 yeah like, whatever yeah. so i liked philly and reminded me of boston you know anyway i got hit by a fucking stolen taxi cab not skating just <laughs> trying to make my 8 a.m class bro Brutal. first month I got rocked. Like, my shit got fucked up. Like, my knee, my shoulder, whatever. Wait, like, you just, did you, did they fuck up or did you fuck up? It was a stolen taxi cab and they ran a red light. I was just, so if anyone knows University of the Arts in Philadelphia, it's right down the street from City Hall where, like, certain exposures, films. So, like, I was just, like, hyped to go there. I was like, this place, this is, I love that video. Like, who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, Yeah, I know. Kids yeah. don't know that one. Yeah, well, you, if you don't, kids were listening to this, watch back. fucking Eastern Exposure 3. Like, just do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. A- anyway, Jamal Williams, if you're from Boston as well, just fucking watch that part. He skates to uh, Johannesburg. I've been singing it all day because you brought Jamal Williams up randomly today. When I rode for Phantom, I went on a tour with Jamal in Boston. That's say. awesome. Yeah. Man, legend. <laughs> yeah. Uh coolest dude ever well yeah he was always like my favorite yeah for real he was always like my favorite skater growing up just the boston thing and then i found out like when i moved to boston and like basically just met john and i was going to art school that he was an artist and he went to art school in boston and then i randomly looked him up like i wonder what his, his artwork looks like and it was like dude same aesthetic that i had at that time in terms of like i consider myself like a at that time a a collage artist i was checking out some of your instagram i seen some of the stuff yeah yeah yeah. so like i like i 
was like, holy shit, he's got like a very similar aesthetic to me, which made me love him even more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and the fact that he's like the nicest human. Yeah, really and just helps. so talented, dude. Yeah. I was hyped to see that piece. He like did that mural in Brooklyn. I don't know if you saw it. It was really cool. That's and sick. It, yeah, really cool. Um, but anyway, so Sean Redman basically was like the middleman between us. Yeah. Um, and fucking, it was kind of tight because like I was going to art school. John obviously is an artist himself. Um, and he was coming from this, you know, this kind of like traumatic experience as a graffiti artist and like getting bought for it. Yeah. And like being like, fuck, like, am I about to leave Massachusetts? Cause I really don't know how to, you know, deal with this. Or right. don't want to deal with the se- severity of. Yeah. Go ahead. Switch it up. Cause we kind of, this leads us into New York a little. Yeah. This does lead us. Yeah. Uh, segues us into, uh, so you didn't want to deal with, you were saying? Yeah, I, I, I guess I ran away from my problems. <laughs> Your confession? <laughs> confession? Uh, it's all right, dude. You're forgiven. But, me. like, fuck that, dude. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, the DA was trying to give me, like, two years, dude. Yeah. Like, f- what? You that's know? Heavy. So that's I was heavy. like, fuck that, dude. Like, I was filming Get Buck in boston staying with my boy and like we just seen each other like smoking weed like we were smoking a joint or something like outside right and you were like literally literally what happened that basically happened a lot but um (laughs) (laughs) but basically fucking jordan just texted me because he saw fucking my name on the mailbox right of the fucking building to visit redmond and he was like, yo, I, your name's on the mailbox of this apartment I'm in. <laughs> Do you live here? And I was like, yeah, bro. What the fuck is good? He was like, come up one floor. I was like, okay. That's wild. And I just yeah. stumbled in and like literally just like hit it off with these fools. Redman kind of like was like, he had like crazy pink hair. And I was kind of like, what the fuck is this dude's deal? He's a madman <laughs> at the time. But yo, like at that time when Redman had like I the mohawk. He had like the weird mohawk. No offense, Redman, but it wasn't that great of a look. I was like, "What's your?" F- <laughs> okay, he, he was, was ahead, ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah, ahead of <laughs> ahead of his time, and he just didn't give a flying fuck. Hell yeah. He does now. He's a dad. He's killing it. He's such a good dad. Um, Mohawk's gone. Yeah, yeah. He's he's all cleaned up and Yo, shit. Yo, pay attention to Emma. Yo, Emma, <laughs> I, I love you. She's like, oh, you dropped some food on your shirt earlier. <laughs> That's very true. Definitely do that. Emma, you're a legend, bro. Yo. Come here, pretty princess. You gotta let Curtis talk. <laughs> Come here, baby. So, yeah, fucking that's how we met. <laughs> Literally, I'm, I'm cool with you hanging out here, girl. That's fine. Um, She's a lover, dude. So, yeah, that's how we met. Um, <laughs> first, first, before you go, hang on to the hair for as long as possible. Okay. I'm yeah, jealous. Yeah, I'm super jealous. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I have fun with it nowadays. I'm super jealous. Um, so I was filming Get Buck with Dan. Yeah. And he was full time undergrad. You weren't even skating that much. No, Dan, no I was you so know? busy. I was double major. Oh. Double major. Double major. Trying to become a teacher and shit. Trying to change my life. Yeah. Got to put some work in there. Um. So yeah, I mean, we, me and him hit it off so well. I was in Boston for like a year or so, and I was like, what the fuck am I waiting for? Go to New York. Yeah, but let's get back to how you were saying about you were running from your problems. 
Do you really feel like that, or do you still? How do you really feel? No, about well, my it now? I always had an ulterior motive, dude. I was like, all right, like these dudes want to try and smoke me for me writing on a wall and not lock this dude up for like yeah. burglary, uh, selling heroin. Like fuck that. Like fuck you. I'm running, like, I'm living my life, and I'll Two just... years is too fucking long, dude, and especially like, then. In hindsight, it's really not, you know? I probably would have done, like, a year and, like, got out on some good behavior or something or whatever, because you kind of only do, like, half sometimes or whatever. Um, but at the same time, I was like, you know, like, whatever, dude. Like, I'm, like, a pretty passionate person, and moving forward, I... You know, I was like, I'll just, I'll deal with this later when I'm succe- successful in whatever I'm doing. And I, last November, I got arrested. Oh, shit. I got caught. And I was like on 95 going home. Oh, shit. <laughs> and my boy got pulled over. And all right, here here it goes. 10 yeah. years later, I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's like under the rug now. Statue but no, nah, dude, like, they put me in Dartmouth for like. What? A week and a half in Why? November. I got out like two days before Thanksgiving. I don't really tell people this because like it's not their business. But they just like had a warrant, huh? They're like, you got yeah, a like outstanding ten year warrant, and I was just like, all right, let's go. You know, um, fuck. But like, so ten years later, I know the law. I know how the law works. I know I need to get a lawyer and not get a court appointed lawyer. Yeah, I have. Stuff I have like, I've done stuff. I've worked with companies, um, you know, with this skill set I've required and got in trouble for. So yeah, I got a, a bunch of letters of recommendation. So you don't feel so guilty now? No, no. Yeah. I stepped up in court. Like, yeah, I did that. What's up? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, look what I'm doing now. I'm contributing to society way more than a lot of you clowns in here. You yeah, know, fair like. Enough. You hate your job, like all. You, like you're judging me off of like what's written on this piece of paper. You're not even like looking at me and like having empathy. You're just like a fucking just robot. Like, oh, ten charges. Oh, felony. Oh, get, like you know, like yeah, there, there's wild. no room of like. It's like a system. It's yeah, just a it's, system, and they're a part of the cause. It's crazy. So system. like they tried to play me, dude, and I played them, dude, and like now like I'm like. Dude, like, me and my brother, like, did a drop of clothing and, like, donated money to the high school for their fashion program. Like, you know, like, just doing philanthropy work now That's back it. home, you yeah. know? So it's like, you know what? Fuck you, like. Yeah, it's like uh, you got your little revenge for some Like, I wasn't, bullshit. like, a bad kid, like, a lot doing, of like, bad shit and stuff, you know? Like, I, it was just what I was into. And a lot just, of skaters can relate to that shit because, like, that's the vibes you get when you're, especially back in the day when it wasn't as mainstream. It's like you just get hassled and treated like shit because you yeah. like doing something, you know? Mm-hmm. It's misunderstood, you know? Yeah, that's wild, dude. But it's cool, I do. Like, I, so they gave me community service after all of this. And here I am at the probation office. I'm with my brother, and like the probation officer who was like appointed to me is like a fan of my brother. Because <laughs> my brother does like, uh, it's funny how that works. He'll do like basketball camps and stuff like that in Fall River, and like their friends through that. That's how my brother knows the mayor. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, like you guys are killing it!" Da 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 da. Like, 
you have no terms for your probation. Like, if you need anything, like, let me know. Like, <laughs> it's it ended, like the, it ended up really well, like, because I had an ulterior motive. Yeah. Like, looking forward, like, I'm a good guy. You know what I mean? Me, like, meaning you, you had an ulterior motive as in you were trying to build a life around something you enjoy, not just causing riffraff, causing – you're not a delinquent. Yeah, like, I, like, a, like yeah. I was passionate about that, dude. Like, yeah. even after I got in trouble, like, I kept doing that shit. You know, but like, you know, I had like idols I looked up to and stuff that I'd seen like spin those, you know, developing years into fine art careers. Yeah. And, you know, designers and, you know, stuff like that. So I knew if I just stayed coarse and stayed passionate and, you know, grinded, I could, hey, I'm a good guy. (laughs) I'm contributing. Like yeah yeah, I'm not ki- I'm not killing anyone. Here's here's your money. Yeah. Le- leave me alone. Yeah yeah, I get I that. Know. It's crazy because those cities are so. Ru- there's a lot of those cities you're saying. Like all they care about is like Tom Brady, dude, or like <laughs> they care about like dude, the goat. Like, <laughs> love Tom Brady. <laughs> Still, um, yeah. Someone last night I was hanging out with my buddy last night in Providence, and he's like, he said the phrase, "Oh shit, bread bread and circus." Uh, Have you ever heard that? Oh, I've heard it, but I don't know where or what yeah. it means. Yep. Tell them. Tell them what that means. Bread and circus as in Whole Foods bought bread and circus? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <No>. Like the <laughs> fucking... Get it back. I'm talking about, so back in the day, like Roman time and stuff, they had, um, what are those called? Amphitheaters. They had uh, like the, the stadiums. The stadiums and stuff. Yeah. So bre- The Coliseum. So bread, the phrase bread and circus means you give people bread. Entertainment. And entertainment. Yeah, yeah. They actually ended you up know, feeding you know people the lions, though. <laughs> Dude, it went a little too far, bro. Went a little too. But yeah, just keep, just just keep the general population like, just feed them and then like give them entertainment on the weekend. Yeah. Football. Yeah, yeah. Bread no, and circus. It's true. It's true, man. They do that now. It's like iPhone and fucking yeah, Stimmy or something. But my my buddy said that and I was like, wow. Yeah, that's but, a wild. But bread and circus was a grocery store. <laughs> That's funny. Just, just to clarify, Whole, Whole Foods bought it. Whole Foods oh, wow. bought it. Though. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a bread and circus in Framingham. I love when there's <laughs> something from back in the day that someone sums up perfect and it connects like that. You're like, oh yeah, and just makes you see it. You're like, That's what that is. Yeah, there's a lot of shit in the Bible like that. You know, like getting older is crazy. Terms and like allegories and stories and shit. Yeah. You're like, whoa, this is they've already figured this out. We just forgot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's Everything. fucking wild. Everything's cyclical. Yeah, amen, brother. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> there's nothing new, nothing new under Said the sun. Said that like a like a motivational speaker. <laughs> anyway, uh, fuck. What were we talking about before that? We were talking about how you and John Boston, met. How we and then met. Boston. Yeah. John went to New York. So this is a funny memory, actually. I feel like uh, in this year when we met, and I was going to art school, and I had like all these like assignments to do. He'd just be chilling, like doing his own art, and then like. Yo, I have this funny ass memory. Like coming as a graffiti artist. Yeah. I remember like I would mix my own colors, you know what I mean? And he was just like, Yo, that's a fire blue. <laughs> that's what you said, dude. Like verbatim. And I was, he was like, How'd you do that? And I was like, I just added white to the blue I have. You know what I mean? And he was like, Yo, you can do that. You know? That's dope though. And like it was dope and he just like took it and ran with it, man. It was so sick to see and um yeah so that's how we met 
And then I remember it got to a point where it was like, what is the next move or whatever? And I think like it got to a point where it was like, just go to New York, dude. Like, that's what you should do. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a good segue to how you got to New York. But like, yeah, it was like one of those things like, fuck, like Massachusetts, like, you know, kind of like fucked me over here yeah. in a way, you yeah. know where am I going to go? That doesn't always work out like that, John. You only had community service, though? You didn't have to do any... You went to Dartmouth for a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, that not, doesn't always work out that way, dude. Sometimes no. they get like... You got lucky, dude. I'm going to say, bro. Yeah. If you dip out, that doesn't I'm always... eloquent. Yeah, you somehow <laughs> churched it up for the boys. <laughs> They're like, he's okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude, so... I had already kind of like went to New York a few times, hung out with my homies that were living there. Um, yeah, so Boston kind of, I guess, was not stale for me, but I just, I had dreamt about living in New York one day, like a lot of fucking people do. When you, when I heard you were in New York, I was like, this makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just seemed like, like, I, you know, I still don't even drive, dude. Like, That's wild. That's wild. What? So I, I mean, I ended up staying there for like almost 10 years. Makes sense. And I just came back. I lived in Providence. and What I always, growing up skating with you and watching you skate and stuff, what I always appreciated. I'm better now. <laughs> I'm sure you are. But what I always appreciated was that you um, you did tricks that complemented your style. You weren't fighting mm. your style. And you didn't, you did like, they weren't like simple, but you did them, you did basic tricks that looked really good like you did them with style really tasteful yeah you had good choice and trick selection yeah Yeah, and you didn't fight your style because i was one who fought fought my style for a while and then watching you i was like oh this dude is comfortable and hit and he doesn't fight a style he does tricks that complement what he does yeah i appreciate that yeah yeah i I appreciate it too thank you it's like skating is crazy bro you remember when like when i was younger i'm sure when you were younger once you hit, like, what, 26, 27, it was like you're old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I felt old the whole time. You're old. <laughs> yeah. You're um, an old head. Yeah. You know? I think older guys are definitely having a moment, or they've been having a moment the past few years, right? Yeah, definitely. I feel like um, it's just more people are into skating. Jim Greco. Yeah, just more people are into skating now. So it's I think, like, yeah, the platform's bigger. So. Yeah, it's widened. Yeah. Um, on both ends, on the young end and on the older end of things, it's widened where you can build communities. Like 30 year old dudes and 40 year old dudes can have like the curb crew and people. Dude, can Ronnie actually... Krager just put a part up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Me and Curtis were skating curbs today. Yeah, he looks when like I was a curb younger. Guy. When I was younger, dude, <laughs> when I was younger, I would have never imagined being hyped on skating a curb. Yeah. You know, I'll be like, the hell some new like some noob shit like what yeah i'm like yo curtis i got curtis i got this spot like i got this cool curb spot yeah so fun dude like i was burnt on skating for a really long time and curb, i've been curb saved the day. I, I moved back to providence last year and got really hyped on skating spots i grew up skating yeah but uh even more sense of like all right, how can I approach this now? Yeah. Because I couldn't approach it. My mind didn't think that way when I was 17, 18. You know, like... I know that feeling. So I got hyped on skating again. Like your skating matures and then you go back to the things you didn't appreciate before, but now it's like a whole new realm. Yeah, even now, dude, like, like, on the way here, he's like, oh, is that a spot? You know, it was like a ledge and then we turn the corner to your street and I was looking at, like... There is. The roof. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, I can drop in on that roof. You know, like, <laughs> I'm into ride-on grinds and all that crap now, bro. I love it. Fuck yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. I love that shit, dude. Um, Shouts out Dan McGrath. Yeah, Dan's the man. Working on a new project. Let's take a moment to just Leaking it. say I love Dan McGrath. He's the man. He's helped Best out dude. a lot, yeah. Dan's helped out a lot. PVD Vintage. Yeah, that's yeah. his. Check out the Instagram. Clothes. Dan made me want to be a filmer. Yeah. So shout out you, Dan. Thank you so much, like, straight up. Or, like, you know, just inspired by that video, that whole process, like, going on those fucking missions in Boston and, like, just plug it. Oh, hey, we're yeah, back. Fine. Hey, we back. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and just, like, loving the uh, the drive and just how underground yeah. It really was, and Dan like is like represents that. Like, he does. He embodies it. He embodies like putting in the work, and you know I'm also just to see what he's doing. Talk about like it's an interesting time we're living in. Like all our friends like have their own brands and shit, yeah. which which is really cool. And he has his own thing with Providence Vintage and his girl. Uh, shout out Jess. Bitch nug. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about it. Like we all like we're on like a similar kind of like trajectory whilst doing all these different things like Dan pursued videography like professionally still does it professionally but also yeah. has this extremely successful small business go over to John still skating Dan still fucking filming has his own brand you know what I mean and then I don't know it's it's kind of like a beautiful thing to watch like it's fucking amazing yeah because like you see your friend do it and you're just like, oh, I can, I can do that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hate working for other people or whatever. Like, I want to try to do this other thing. Like, and nowadays we need more people to be entrepreneurs and like do their own thing because, as you can see with, this is all the politics of things. You know? Yeah. yeah it's like the more people we have that are sovereign individuals that can start their own businesses, and the less that we have to rely on some corporate ruler <laughs> you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly so it's like it's cool to like think about now like i guess i never really realized that until now you know yeah. like nick ricks is island fucking dan's got providence vintage you got jlcs obviously oyster skateboards starts with an idea and then you just have to nurture it and not give up yeah and then you get better and yeah. then it and gets you learn better. yeah you literally learn it's just like skating you learn from failing and like it's unfamiliar and just like skateboarding was at a certain point to anyone like even a new trick is unfamiliar until you get it you and explore like, the whole domain yeah. and you figure and like, out what not to do until you find what works and yeah then you repeat that and of course i would do stuff differently like I think if you don't feel that way about anything you do, then, like, you really don't care. You're delusional. Yeah, you're <laughs> losing it. You, you lost the plot. Come back. But, no, like, for real, like, I, there's plenty of things that all of us were probably naive at at one point, you know what I mean? Or, Definitely. Or, or the other. But, like, that's also just, like, skateboarding and, like, you know, just, like, fuck it, I'll figure it out. I think that's probably the common thread is that we all skated and that built up that characteristic into us is the idea that we all gravitated to a piece of wooden wheels that you can't really complete or beat because it's not a video game. It's like an ongoing project. Put your life and heart into it and then you just never really give up on it and then that helps you learn with the process of failure and getting back up failure, getting back up. Right. And then you forge a style through repetition and figure out what, like, like I was saying about John, like he never fought his style so it was like a smoother 
smoother style, you know? Yeah. Because me, I, like, fought my style at times, and then I was, like, got injured, and I'm like, why am I doing that? And yeah. Like, I learned that through skating. Yeah. As much as I wish I didn't do that, it was a life lesson I learned. Like, don't fight your style. Yeah. Not just on a skateboard, but in life. Go yeah. with your strengths. Don't, 100%. You don't have to worry about what you lack at. You don't have to focus on that so much, but go with your strengths and develop the skills, and then you can improve what you're weak at, you know? Instead of just trying to go for what you're weak at, just because you're watching. I was watching other people. I was like, oh, I want to do what they're doing. Yeah. And that was my problem, because well, I should have been watching with, what I was skating doing. Skating with Westgate. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I had insecurity issues. <laughs> like, fuck. Who wouldn't? Yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. For real. So funny, dude. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Fucking a! I always like think of when I think of Westgate, I just think of that Massasoit uh, skate park. Yeah. And when I went to UMass Dartmouth, that's like it was the underpass, or they call it the overpass now, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Massasoit is where I'd go, you know. Oh, okay. And yeah. he said he always said like people think this sucks, but I love it. You know. Yeah, and, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, yeah, I think it's actually a pretty good park compared to like. I grew up in Framingham with fucking nothing. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like after Paradise closed. So, yeah. That's Elwood. Elwood. He's pissed because Emma's up here getting all the light. Yeah, no, look at you. Emma, how did you... I can't believe Emma made it into the podcast. <laughs> like, she's been on, on the whole time. Just Still passing. Still on the show, bro. Oh, Fi- fix the... Yeah, the auxiliary oh, cord. I gotta... I gotta stop touching the mic, bro. It's all good. I'm gonna pass good. it to John. <laughs> all right, so... We got to how you guys met. I guess we should get to, like, current day. Like, what's been going on, John? You're talking about possibly going back to New York. Like, I know you got a board now. Like, I'm a pro skater now, Tony. Dude, let's, <laughs> I haven't seen you in, in a while. Congratulations, dude. Yes, it's fucking awesome. Never, never expected it. Hold on real quick. Oh, it just wasn't clicked in all the way. Mm. We're Gucci now. All right. Congra- so, hey, seriously, congrats, John. Thank you. Especially because you, you helped start All I Need, being in the video and, like, watching you skate. And I've always appreciated your style and that you've just hung on to it. Yeah. Like, that's pro as fuck to me. I mean, why would you give up on something that you dedicated so many hours and years <laughs> and hardships and injuries? And I get, like, growing up and there's a million bitch getting a excuses. job and yeah. whatever, right? But, yeah. like... Don't let your art stop out. completely, bro. Like, yeah, come on now. Thank you. You right? make me feel less crazy. And like, if you, <laughs> if you really love that shit, dude. Like, bro. Like I just told you earlier. Like, I truly like. So, Dan McGrath again. Sorry to bring him up, but like, no, bro, we filmed we filmed a video called Get Buck like ten years ago. So, and so. that shit like literally inspired like two. Almost three generations of skaters. You know what I mean? Dude, like, anytime someone brings up Get Buck, someone's like, oh, I love that. I love we that. We filmed and that video, had no clue. We were just the homies smoking weed, filming. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listening to 3 Six Mafia, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Setting the tone right there. So, dude, <laughs> fast forward now, bro. Like, dude, I am hyped on skating again just as much. And, like, yeah, dude, like, I get it even more now, you know? Like, yeah. I'm like, wow, I, I couldn't even do this when I was younger. Like, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird, bro. It's, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, like, taking a different approach, you know? Like, I don't really jump down stuff Yeah. so much. But, 
Yeah, dude, skating's sick, dude. I don't understand how people can just quit that shit. Well, like, you've been you've been following the thread of your skating. That's what I like about skating is that you can. I just knew what I was good at, you know. Yeah, you can have your own thing with skating. It doesn't have to be a team thing. It can be, which is yeah. awesome. But like in sports, it, you need the team to play. But like you've been following the thread of your skating. I love Pulio. Awesome. Yeah, bro. I can tell. Come on now. Yeah, I can tell. The Fast feet, like, ollies. Hey, I loved. I love that you said that. I I loved like <laughs> I love like dying to live and like toy machine videos and stuff too. But dude, like I you know I could skate skate park rails like yeah. I back looped like an eight stair rail that Dan recorded over and after that I was just like <laughs> over it, bro. <laughs> like professional. Do you remember that? Tr- do you remember that church rail in New Bedford? It was like a yes. eight stair yes church rail yes. I backlipped that. That's sick. And I was it's fucking like hyped, a, dude. It's got it's like church rail. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. I was hyped, right? And then I was like, all right, I'm going to front feeble it because I would skate, skater edge rails, and I was like. Kind of had them. Did the lip slide. I was hyped. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so sick. I feel like crazy. I just did that. And then I went for a front feeble and smacked my <laughs> head Ardo Sari style. Oh, damn. And I stopped skating rails after that. I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah, I sent you down. You know? Rails are one of those things, man. You can only get but away th- with that it. But that was me forcing it, you know? like, Or I don't know if I was forcing it, but I was just like, bro, like. Pushing I guess pushing myself. Or Young, something. dumb, full of cum, bro. But <laughs> just going raging. Give me, I just do, like, what gets me off and, like, horny nowadays is, like, I love skating spots that literally are, like, played out. But, like, you approach it differently. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, you actually skate some other spot that might be around the corner and link to that other spot. Yeah, I like that. Like Tom Knox kind of. Yeah, like a uh, little exploring around familiar territory but find a new twist. Yeah. I like that. That's and that's awesome. what's very, that's, been, that's been, like, motivating me a lot. Yeah. Are you um stacking clips? I am. I feel like that's a good thing, dude. <laughs> I uh, cause I I, I I am. That's awesome, bro. He hasn't stacked like this much footage, like in with like three different filmers. That's yeah. awesome. For, like three different things. That's good. Keep yeah. it going, dude. Yes. It's crazy, cause like there's just those times that like John has like an incredible drive on and off the board, but like when you see him uh in the zone or whatever it's just like crazy how prolific he can be and like make something out of nothing yeah or like when everyone else is like oh you know i don't like this spot or whatever he's like but what if i skate it like this or whatever you know and it's just it's a pleasure to watch yeah we need that person trailblazer to trailblaze (laughs) emma get in there give her some kisses (laughs) she got she got it hold on to the mic for a second curtis yeah yeah, the bathroom, if you just go out this door and go left, it's the first one on the right. And just acknowledge the mirror above the bathtub. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to lay in the bathtub and take a photo of you laying in the bathtub, Acknowledge please. it, and then tag, take a oh, photo. I need podcast. Um, <laughs> this is a good time to, uh, actually, let me just check the computer. Yep, go for it. I never, I got a new laptop, so like. You got that rose gold. Yeah, but I just want to make sure. Oh, of course I can't type. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, only, Still going? Only an hour. That's awesome. That's good. 
I love this. <laughs> this has been a fun podcast so far. Dude, I'm having a good time. Uma is loving me. I'm going to have to make sure I get another mic situated now because I, I haven't had three people in a long time, and I realize I don't have a third mic that actually works for the mixer. But after this podcast, I'm inspired because I brought this up today. And I was like getting juiced on the idea of three people, so we're, we're putting you to work. I love it though. This is <laughs> I like this. Um, Hell yeah! This is a good time to go into like the f- like formation of Oyster. Like, where did the name come from? Where did the concept come from? How'd you get the money? Like, how'd you start? Yeah. Uh, basically, again, it was just kind of going to art school. And one cool thing about art school is, like, there's actually a good amount of skateboarders almost at, like, any art school. Because it does attract, like, those creative type of people, like we talked about earlier. So I learned screen printing, basically. And I was like, damn, like, I can do this. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun, too. Um, And I was doing it, you know, like, for my own art. Were you doing it through, like, the who had the equipment? Mass College of Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I uh, I ended up working there for a little bit, too. but uh, yeah, I basically took that printmaking class and I was like, it's a wrap. Like, I love this. Yeah. And like, was like, you know, basically teaching my friends. Like, again, like I can't help but like share and teach people that want to learn something. Yeah. It's in my nature. Um, and also like, and that goes on all levels. Like what, whether it's like budgeting money, like you, like if people want to like learn anything or whatever, like I will fucking, I will do that. John's taking a flick, getting flicked up. That's awesome, Getting though. That's a good up. characteristic to have, man. I share that with you. I yeah. like to share because, like, it's, you're excited and you know it helped you, so maybe you could help someone. Right. Yeah. Like, it's almost like uh, me and my, my wife talk about this all the time. Like, Damn, how long have you been married? Uh, Four years. Four years. That's an accomplishment, dude. Yeah. I'm killing it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> she's the one that's killing it, really. I get it. Yeah, she's what do the you one. Got, what do you guys talk about? I was cutting you off. Uh, we talked about uh, basically... Um, oh, yeah. Shout out my wife, Ashley. If Hell yeah. she ever listens to this. Do, do, do. <laughs> Hopefully she does. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, th- I think she will. She'll probably like critique me and <laughs> yeah. say how ungrammatically correct I was. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, you say fuck right. too much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's but, art, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I forget, like, what I was saying that we talked about now that I've, like, brought her up. But, like, I'm pretty sure it you was... You were talking about how it's good to, like, help people pass on what you learn. It's yeah. Like, that's right. So this is what we're talking about. Like, almost like that uh, old, like, old-timey, like, things of, like, not sharing information with each other or not talking about it. Like, it's starting to end, like, whether it's, like, money yeah or shit like that which is famine mentality yeah people are like there's only enough for one right instead of there's plenty we just gotta like get along yeah (laughs) kind of yeah kind of we gotta figure out a way to get along those lines (laughs) so uh yeah and then from that like learning screen printing it was like oh we can make clothing and like we experimented with it and then you know john moved to new york and I was like back in Boston, basically just finished undergrad college and everything. Just got to this point where it was like, holy shit, I have like more free time. Like, yeah. But then I started teaching. And you asked where the money for Oyster came from, and it came from fucking teaching. Like, Sick. straight up. Yeah, um, that's rad, man. And I would fucking work, uh, you know, like nine to five, but it's really seven to three, and then get off work and like, go to Copley and I worked on these like a couple Copley edits. Um, 
and like doubling back like it it was exhausting but so worth it yeah you know what i mean um but and in terms of like starting oyster it really was like just like oh i can make clothing now like pretty easily in my fucking studio apartment in boston like, yeah whereas prior to that you're like how do i do this yeah, you know? it can seem like a taunting, like a overwhelming task. Right. Yeah. yeah. Daunting task. Right. Yeah. And then like I started working at Mass Art so I could still use the fucking printmaking studio. <laughs> at least that was like my like reasoning. I was like, I could still do it there though, you know. Don't yeah. have to like, you know, fuck up because it's in a studio apartment and get my cat's hair on a shirt or something, you know. Or your dog on your lap. Yeah. Emma, real. I fucking love you, Emma. Dude, she is Oh, she's behind you. Yeah, dude, she is. <laughs> right behind me warming me up yeah um <laughs> so yeah fucking all right shout out brian barnes soul brother shout out brian barnes yeah my yes, boy sir yes sir we love you we miss you why uh, brian barnes proud of you uh so he came up with the name oyster uh and you know he was going through his own like life path and like struggles at a certain point and he was like my partner in it now he's on the West Coast, sober, killing it, like works with dogs. He also does like AA and he mentors people. He's just doing so good. And Sounds like he ride his ship a little bit. Dude, he, yeah. every time I see him, I'm like, whoa, you yeah. know, just impressed with That's his, awesome. with him and his presence. Um, Cause I met him when he had like no front tooth. Sorry to fucking disclose that, Brian. But yeah. And coming to my crib, like just crashing yeah, for yeah, like two yeah. days straight, you know? And now he's just like this full of fucking energy and light and it's amazing when someone can pull themselves out of hell and write the ship and like find reasons to keep it together yeah a hundred percent amen brother yeah a hundred percent and now he's like surfing and shit in santa Ana and california he's, he's cali cali sure, sure. <laughs> but i love it dude i love it eating healthy all that do you yeah. remember the first uh what's the first graphic first graphic on clothing yes uh I think it like tech. I don't think it was that. I think technically it was the. I just totally ripped off Shell gas station. <laughs> nice. I just <laughs> took that shell and I wrote oyster instead of shell. That's awesome. And I put them on hats <laughs> and shirts. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you on, embroidered it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On hats and shirts. It was dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, a true skateboarding, you know. Yeah, definitely. When you first seen oyster, like yeah. for the first time, were you like, who is this? I was a little like, what the fuck is this? More like that. Not like a, in a negative or positive, but like I just see something that someone's creating and I'm like, hmm, like what the fuck's going on? And I wasn't like yeah. totally sold, but I wasn't like turned off by anything. Yeah. I was just like, huh. Well, there was like a funny thing that was happening when it, when it first came out. Everyone was like, whose company is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the stuff looks cool, but whose company is this? That's some East Coast shit. Yeah, and I was like... <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah, like, like do I even fuck with that person at all? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if I don't, their company sucks. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was kind of like that. And I was like, I'm under... I weather that storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm under the radar, like, kind of person. Like, like I... You, you look know, just like my brother. I told you that before, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of a handsome guy, man. Yeah, yeah. he's got to be handsome. He's kind of under the radar too, like yeah. as far as like. Yeah, like I again, like I do these things and I I create a certain separation um, when it came when it came to becoming a teacher. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, like my lifestyle that like maybe I wanted to live, 
Um, and maybe that was my grad school experience those first few years. I was like, I need this. Like, I need to just let this out. This, yeah. like, kind of, like, partying that I didn't, like, that I felt like I lost out on a little bit from, like, going this path of, like, just, like, fuck, I got to get straight A's and become a teacher. You yeah. know what I mean? Which I did. And yeah. that was sick. And then grad school was, like, I'm just going to be an artist. Too much work and no play. Right. Yeah. Makes Curtis a dull boy or, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. And um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. And grad school was great, you know. like new. What? Yeah. like What's SVA? SVA School of Visual Art in Chelsea, oh. uh, Manhattan. Right. Um and that's where I ended up going for grad school. And, like, I was on the fence because I actually got into fucking RISD wow. for printmaking. Again, back to printmaking. Yeah. And then this program in New York was, like, far more, like, interdisciplinary. Like, no, like, you're not just doing printmaking. You're not just painting. You're doing whatever the heck you want to do yeah. with your art practice. That's how they would phrase it, you know? Um, so, yeah. Uh, and New York was great just for, obviously, skateboarding. Um, and art and meeting people and throwing a really like successful pop-up show that John was a huge part of. Um, That's sick in New York. Yeah. Yeah. And that like that kind of at first it was more recognized in New York. Yeah. And I think like that was kind of like just I hate to say this because I live in Boston and I love Boston, but the scene in terms of like skateboarding, at least at that time, it's getting better. It's getting better, but it was very like fucking like, fuck all this shit's like whack. Like fuck, like people trying to start their own company. Like it's not going to ever be as good as yada yada. I feel like a lot of cities are like that. They're like they just like uh, poo poo on outsiders coming in. Right. And Boston definitely. When I was coming up, they were kind of mad at us too. Yeah. We'd come in and light up their spots or find spots, and then they'd be pissed because they're like, "Yeah, they're out of towners." Yeah, like stupid shit like that, which like I just like don't agree with. Yeah. PJ did that in the PJ Lad video in 2007. <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big, like, people call me out for uh, doing tricks that had already been done, already most ABD dude ever. I know. And that's the thing is, like, what am I going to, yeah, like, am I going to roll up to a spot and just because someone did the trick and I feel like doing the trick, I'm just going to talk myself out, out? Also, not everyone's like, not a having... fucking, like, nerd about it and doesn't exactly. know every fucking trick that's been that's done. That's some Cali shit, too, because yeah. I went to Cali and they there was a spot and they had a list. Someone wrote a list of every trick that had been done on the concrete at the top of the stairs. And I'm like... Like who gives a fuck at this point? Like Jesus Christ! So Might as well do it at the skate park. Most jock shit I've ever like, seen. Yeah. yeah. Someone already kickflip back tailed that ledge at the skate park. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, they're not in my body, and <laughs> I didn't do it, so fuck off. Yeah. You kind of got to have that attitude sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for real. But growing up on the East Coast, I felt some heat like that too. So yeah. Thinking. So just like a little bit of that, yeah. and like I love it. Like you know, like I love New England. I love growing up in outside of Boston, yada, yada. Um, but yeah, there was like this thing I did like notice in the Boston sort of like skate scene and just like mentality that like made me want to start a company. Cause like a, there were, there are to this day, like so many good skateboarders in Boston Yeah, yeah. that have nowhere to fucking go. Yeah. Um, or aren't being supported 
necessarily. There could know? be more done. Like skateboarders could take on more responsibility more. and build it up and help each other more. Way like, more. Instead of lusting after some sponsor that's some cool hype shit, it, exactly. you could create that cool hype shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm and waiting. like people I think that should have like their name on a board don't. Like, yeah. That are rippers in the Boston area. I can re- relate with you on that because there's a lot of dudes I thought the same thing. I'm like, I need to do this just because that dude's put in the work. And yeah. Like, someone's got to figure this out so we can make this just. Right. Yeah. And just like create something. Like, I've like, again, like not being afraid of like failure. Like, yeah. again, like I think I entered this like, I didn't know I was going to be making boards eventually. Yeah. I was just like, I can screen print. That's something creative I can do. Maybe make some extra money or something. Yeah. And make more stuff with that money. Um, and yeah, and it kind of just evolved on its own. And it was it was really like really cool to watch. And it, it it like happened to me like at a certain point where I was like, oh, I need to like start like collaborating more with people like I, there's like unfortunately i think everyone kind of goes through this when they like are at a certain age where you're like oh i don't fucking need nobody yeah 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 you know what i mean like i could do this all myself yeah and then i started screen printing fucking skateboards in my studio apartment i was like holy fuck like, <laughs> like this is fun but like holy shit dude like you, yeah like yeah um but it worked and I had fun with it and even like trying to press the boards ourselves and having like friends of mine do that. Um, and that's what I was doing. And I'm never going to forget this back to Copley. I remember you were there with like some all I need dudes. Yeah. And you just like, we ran into each other and at that point we had knew- known each other for a little bit or had a, you know, a back and forth or I, I, we had product made uh, via ESP with Redmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had that's those right. like hoodies made or in socks. Yep, I remember. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember and that. that's you, how I forgot that we started with apparel. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you just came up to me and like we're like we're getting a heat transfer machine, and if you want boards, and that was like right around like you hit that. Like, I don't know, if you, like, knew or it something. lined up perfectly. It just lined up perfectly because I was like, fuck, dude. I don't know if I can, like, <laughs> keep printing boards in my small-ass studio and, like, sell them for this amount of money, yada, yeah. yada, you know what I mean? And have the quality be really good because, like I said, I was having, like, friends press the boards. Yeah. And they were good, but they weren't great. Yeah. You know I mean, the concave was super mellow and shit. But, like, it was just cool that we tried. And that's yeah. what I wanted to see, like, really, like, again – being naive and trying and failing. Gotta scratch the surface, my dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for reaching out and telling me that at Coffee because I think like, you know, I let a few months go by and I was like, hey, were you serious about like, you know, doing that for, you know, you us? Look, you look just like my brother. Yeah. So, and then I met you and I was like, he seems like such a mellow, cool dude. And like, I didn't really like, when I started getting the heat press machine, I was like, I'm not turning this into a business. I'm doing this for all I need in world. Yeah. And like, I have enough work with these things. But then like, I met you and I was just like, felt compelled. Like yeah. you said, to share because f- for whatever reason. Wait, are you the first like, um it might have been well yeah because well, we did apparel so you're definitely yeah. one of the first for sure yeah because that was before i even had the heat press i yeah. think you did like a few boards for like shops before we did that first graphic like that came out right before the pandemic hit. yeah or hit in america the first one was the oyster in different languages oh yeah down Hell the middle yeah. just a super simple i like was ahead of my time i mean no bullshit i just <laughs> no, like ahead of my time for that like simple idea. It's like it's funny how something so simple could be so b- 
beautiful. And then when I've thought of that, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, the world is your oyster. You know what I mean? I like simple sometimes. It looks really clean. It yeah. It just like hits, you know? Yeah. If exa- you find it or if it finds you. And also just to like kind of like start with you. Like I didn't want to like be like eight colors and fucking <laughs> first graphic I do. Yeah. Like, you know I was I mean? definitely just like trying to find, like if I was like, if I'm going to work with someone, I want them to be able to be flexible because I don't, like, I'm just getting going too, you know, right. like making this happen. So, like, I can't, I don't want to promise much shit I can't do. And I already had enough work and sales that I was like, I don't really need to take on any headaches. Yeah. And I had some people that were kind of headaches. And I was like, I don't, like, I don't really need this right now. <laughs> so, but when I met you, I was like, felt compelled to, like, say that because, like, probably because we did apparel together and it was a pleasant experience. And right. Then, but yeah yeah dude uh I'm glad we linked up is for real yeah. look and i can't thank you enough and on behalf of like a lot of people in the skateboard community in the northeast dude like you do so much for the community and thanks man like with swan common and you know like oh, yeah. these other people like we really appreciate it and no worries man yeah it's fucking sick it helps all the skateboarding because the money i make from all i need goes directly back into skateboarding you know, yeah. To whether we're making more art or we're doing a trip or we're right. investing in a podcast so people have a platform or like whatever it is, I don't like I work five jobs so I don't have to like I yeah. can put it back into it, you know? Right. So, yeah. So but you helping and contributing and being part of that that all funnels right back into East Coast skateboarding. Exactly. Know? And that's like kind of like the whole point, like back to why Oyster started. And it was also to kinda of like Again, like, I didn't like this mentality that kind of, like, Boston was being known for, for, like, being a bunch of dicks. Like, yeah. really, like, uh, gatekeeping, like you said. There's uh, some vibes, dude. There's some there vibes there. Some vibes. And I was like, <laughs> what's wrong with just being, like, a fucking good person and a good skateboarder yeah. slash, like, starting a brand that, like, still can be like, this is wrong, this is fucking bad, or have opinions. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Have opinions, but, like, don't uh, close off this wonderful thing to be like that it's the easier thing to do to be honest man. right it's so easy to tear something down it's of harder course. to build the shit up of you course know? so it's like all those people talking shit it's like save your fucking breath and yeah. put that energy into creation instead of just tearing someone else's hard work down you right know? and it's so easy to do that when you're insecure and worried and yeah i dealt with that my whole life growing up it's like, getting better but like i totally it's everywhere, not just. Boston, I know, I know like, it's not, but I can't help but be hyper aware of Boston because I live there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, I'm I'm with you because I grew up skating Boston. Yeah, there was vibes for a while. Yeah, so. for sure, for sure. I don't and catch any of that now. But. No, it's much better now. Yeah. It's much better now. But like, let's put it this way: like, I like when I was going to grad school in New York in like 2016 to 2019. I was like so hyped and so blown away at the amount of uh, girl skateboarders like, yeah. in New York City. Fuck yeah. That rip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Boston, it's finally starting. Yeah, it's starting to hit. It's finally, yeah, it's finally starting. One of my favorite skateboarders is a 13-year-old girl named Chloe. Yeah, yeah. It's not, we're not in Boston, but close enough. Yeah, hey, you know, eventually, like, I mean, and I'm, and it does suck, because, like, I want to sponsor a girl skater, like, straight up. Send me some fucking footage. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Like, like, not, like, not like, oh, I'm going to use it, just, like, let me see that you're into this and want to do this you yeah know? find the right person yeah that's like my homie chloe like she's just like a 13 year old who like i met and i'm like kindred spirit with which yeah. is weird to say because she's a 13 year old girl but i'm like yo she loves skating how i love skating right it's weird to see that reflection in someone else right especially a 13 year old little girl 
and I met her through like skateboard lessons. Like her mom brought her to me to do lessons because she had vertigo at one point, and I went oh, through damn. vertigo. So her mom was like, "Oh, maybe you can help her like talk her through the vertigo thing because vertigo lingers forever." So crazy but yeah like uh but girls skating is sick it's like yeah i mean it's a matter wasn't a thing it was a matter of time you know what i mean and also just like cutting that like just whatever like toxic masculinity out of this fucking bullshit um and being accepting of like people's differences really yeah that's what it comes down to um so yeah that was like the the kind of like what made the wheels start turning for oyster and then, like, the name came from Brian. Again, shout out Brian Barnes. And I just fell in love with it, like, for a lot of reasons. Like, obviously being uh, in New England, like, known for seafood or whatever. Yeah. The underground, like, component of the name. And then also, like, I'm fucking allergic to mollusks. <laughs> and Perfect. I can't eat them. And to this day, my fucking British father, who loves fucking oysters, like, forgets i'm allergic to him that's hilarious he's always like <laughs> husking an oyster he's like here you go son a little I'm, oyster juice I'm like i'm eye. fucking <laughs> 30 dude and i can't eat those and you don't remember it's mad funny he loves me i swear <laughs> he's just he just like loves oysters more i guess you know um so yeah that was like that's the origin story <laughs> Yeah, and that was the whole other thing, like, just, like, Graphically. yeah, and, you know, the name process is crazy sometimes when you're starting something, you know? Yeah. And then Brian was like, Oyster, and I was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> I you like it because it's just different enough. Yeah. Where you're just like, what is this? Yeah. And then, and then you know, like, it started, you know, Frog became a thing, and, and like, so I was like, yeah, it made, I was like, all right, I made a good choice, right? Yeah, yeah. Fro- kids like Frog. <laughs> someone does it's alive yeah it's out there yeah is it, is it a french company frog uh it's chris millick's company oh okay yeah new york, LA. New, oh, york my new york turned la oh okay yeah okay. yeah frog skateboards yeah i've heard of it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah the opposite yeah yeah <laughs> so uh yeah that's how it started and just like again like watching it build uh and i really gotta thank john and that was the first person that, like, in terms of, like, you know, I, yeah, well, I hate to, like, even phrase it this way, but you were writing for, like, Mood NYC there for a bit there, and then they kind of, you know, again, brand way ahead of their time, in my opinion, kind of, like, knew the direction that the skateboard, like, sort of, like, image should go in terms of, like, clothing, design, um, and all those things, so shout out Calvin, yeah, quasi before quasi kind of like aesthetic. Grandison was involved with me, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, Grandison. Um, Grandison designed the A logo. Oh no shit! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. He did my first like three logos. He did a whole like logo sheet for me. Wow. Because he solstice, he helped form right. solstice and right. Crazy. So you know that that kind of like didn't like fall apart necessarily, <laughs> but just like you know stopped. Yeah. And that's when I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna fucking." screen print boards in my apartment yeah I, I had no idea and i was like john needs boards fucking my boy my f- riders that ride for oyster that i give clothing to need boards fuck it i'm just gonna give it a shot and again full circle thanks to you like it's way easier to yeah. be able to provide boards for my riders um 
and to people <laughs> like in general you know yeah man um it's crazy it's like uh i'm stoked on what i'm doing because of that reason right there is that i can be like that hub in this area where you can show up at the warehouse and see it and like pick up the product like we don't have that in this area yeah you know what i mean where it's like this is right here yeah like and it like to top it all off like just like with the new wood shop you're working with it couldn't have comment like a better time yeah with all the shortages and stuff and oh man i've been i was hustling to make you this were work. dude you were <laughs> and uh yeah, people don't understand like what happens in uh or how much work it takes to like to make this happen so yeah, yeah. so, so you're a beast surviving dude surviving the times my dude because like things are just happening with the pandemic and all these companies are shutting people out and like certain people get priorities and if you're not that brand and there's like they know they can get that check from so and so so i just like stay on top of it the whole time can't take my eye off the target for a second and it pays off you know yeah luckily i built my life around this whole thing like yeah. it's all i want to do is like skateboard shit so like right like peter pan style you know but <laughs> <laughs> but uh luckily my lady's like just as focused like you guys seen like downstairs the salon if if it's if she doesn't have any clients down there or employees, I'll, I'll take you down there and check it out. It's pretty wild. But Where? she's just, like, focused and driven on building things and her business and, like, and uh, doesn't want any kids. <laughs> so that helps. I love kids, but, like, that would be, like, that would – me justifying buying 2,000 skateboards over feeding yeah. my kid wouldn't make sense. Well, dude, know? I just got a puppy for the first time. I couldn't even you imagine what a fucking kid would be like. I got two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real sick. Real quick, I want to take a bathroom break, and then uh, we'll come back. How you doing, John? Pretty good. This isn't the Nine Club. <laughs> uh, just playing. Just playing. And we're back with an ex. <laughs> What's up, Emma? What's up, Emma? Oh, man. What are we getting into? What are we getting into? Uh, just making fun of Chris Roberts oh, while nice. you're gone. <laughs> the Nine Club? Yeah. I intentionally never watch it just because I don't want to be influenced. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Which sucks because had, they've had so many guests on. And yeah. Like, there's so Fuck. many dudes I'm like, I want to. But then at the same time, like... It's going to ruin it because I'll probably talk to some of these dudes, you know. I don't want to, like, he- I'd rather just hear it from them, you know. Right, right, right. So funny. For sure. <laughs> um, I'm in another Guinness. <laughs> another round of Guinnesses. Dude, my shoulder's so sore. Put a Guinness f- on it. I fucked my shoulder up. <laughs> I know. I've been icing it for days. I fucked my shoulder up filming the Groms, and I fucking just hit a hump on the ground. Come on, Emma. You already stole the show, bro. What more do you want, bro? <laughs> Um, swing the mic over. Okay. How'd, uh, how'd the go and go pro thing worked out? How'd it work out? Successful. Like, how did he tell you? Or like, did you guys do something? How did, how did it work out, dude? So, dude, it started out as kind of like. And did you expect it? Were you ready for it? Or Yeah. So (laughs) we talked, we talked about having like, uh, just a board designed by me. Right. Oh, right. And then it being like a bro model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And then uh, I was living with my grandmother last um, last winter. And my grandfather passed away. 
So we were already talking about like doing these boards or whatever, and then my my grandfather had this like uh, I was like, all right, I'm doing two boards, and they're both gonna be like dedicated to him. And um, dude, I designed these two boards, and then we released them. Hell yeah. We didn't say it was a pro model or anything. We just, you know, we put out a board with my name on it, and everyone bought them. Dude, that's so sick. And I remember, like, so I remember being, like, hyped, right? Like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to design a board. And uh, then once they got sent out to get made, I got, like, self-conscious, you know? I'm like, what if no one buys it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of like a slap in the face, right? <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. I worried about that, too, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> You're like, fuck, dude, what I get myself into? Yeah, yeah. So, but then, dude, they kind of flew off the shelf like hotcakes, and I was like... I'm a pro skater. Yeah. You know, like that's that solidifies it for like, sure. Like uh Yeah, you know, like people talk shit about Sean Pablo or, you know, certain dudes in the industry, they're like, Oh yeah, I can I can do all those tricks that he does, but it's like you don't but you couldn't sell boards like he could. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that kind of clicked to me like Yeah, you gotta be good, but like it's like that whole like marketable do people actually fuck with you like have you put in the work you know because like when we put that board out every people were like well deserved long overdue you know like they would say shit like that and i was like holy shit all right i guess i am a pro skater yeah Yeah, that's a good feeling you know like it just felt I mean, I do this shit for myself, dude, but I was just like, holy shit, I've impacted people enough for them to want to buy a skateboard with my name on it. It's like a nice, you know? it's like a nice, uh, s- like, uh, solidifies it because you just don't, you don't know because you're just constantly skating, putting out stuff. You've been doing it for a long time to, like, know, like, what a pro skater is and to have your name and be able to sell the product. It just brings it around. So yeah. Like, yeah. This it, is yeah. It. This it's is it's a beautiful thing. I would, yeah. I will, I mean, hard work pays off growing up skating. Well, you want to be a pro skater, right? Dream. You know, yeah. that pipe dream died 10 years ago. Like, I don't know. It died a long time ago, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I guess you just stay in your path. You stay true and hard work pays off. Definitely. Right? Definitely. I like, it took me a long time to go pro. I didn't go pro till I was like 26, 27. Easily for your world, I didn't think it was gonna happen. I was riding for Zoo, right? And they had a stack team. Team, team, that team was so stacked. I I watched that video a couple months back, dude. That video is it's pretty heavy. Pretty (laughs) fucking heavy, bro. (laughs) It's heavy. It's a big squad. What happened to Zoo York? (laughs) Um, They got bought and sold (laughs) a lot of times. You get big enough, and then there's like vested interest, and then there's so many people and egos. And did you watch that? Uh, All the Streets Are Silent documentary, by any chance? All the Streets Are Silent. It just came out, and, uh, well, not too long ago. Oh, is it like uh, Jeremy Elkin, uh, like, directed or produced it, and it's, like, literally the dude who founded Zoo York is narrating it. Yeah. What's his name, Ian or something? Um, I'm thinking, like, Rodney Smith and, like, the shut days, like, the... yeah. uh, I'm gonna space it right now. It's all good. Because when I fell in love with Zoo, it was like Harold and Zared was just on yeah, there. yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that documentary is sick. Uh, my boy Kyber, who films 
for Oyster. Uh, Kyber Jones worked on it. And oh, it's sick. a really good watch. Just kind of like, what's it talking about? Early formative it's, years. It's talking about New York, like the literally, beginning? like just and skateboarding in New York and like how that kind of defined. Because mixtape, right? Mixtape yes. was the illest shit ever. Basically. That's when I actually got turned on. Was like mixtape. Yeah. You got Todd Jordan. You got Peter B.C. Uh, yeah. All of the the heavy hitters. Yeah. Squad. Was exactly. So sick. You know. So this uh, documentary was, it was just really great. So you should watch it. Yeah, I have to keep um, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, just wanted to throw that in there about New York. Hey, t- take it back. Uh oh. Um. I was asking John about like how he turned pro or how did it happen. Like, yeah. What was your thoughts on it? Where how did you go about that? Uh. <laughs> did you have other pros? No. That's the first John's pro the model? first one, wow. and like literally, it's. Yeah, like it. It kind of like was like, hey, like you're an artist. What do you What do you think would look cool on a board? And then it kind of got to that point for me where I was like, well, like, why can't I just put his fucking name on it? You know what I mean? And it's a, that's a weird thing though, to like be a brand and yeah. have the confidence to be like, I can turn someone pro. Yeah. I had that moment. Yeah. Where I was like, wait a second. What's the fuck? There's no rules. Yeah. It's like, I'm working and, and like putting n- the work in. No offense. Like I love, <laughs> I love this dude, but, uh, the skateboarder to a certain extent, but like in my head, I was like, yo, if like Leo Vows has his name on a board, I'm yeah. not talking shit about him in any manner, right? Yeah. But in terms of his style of skating, it's like he didn't fight his style or whatever, and he's on this. I agree because it goes it goes to that gatekeeper shit where right. you're like, oh, we all have to have a dick measuring contest on who can do the biggest yeah. rail to be pro or yeah. whatever. It's like no, some people just have some mass appeal or they have a style or a way right. of doing something that it might not be technically as good or or as gnarly but they do it where it's gra- people want to watch it yeah or see it or whatever you know there's like and that's great that's what's great about skating yeah you don't have to be on the team and get the same points and all the and it was great to see like even like uh we put out like that little john promo uh part and like people i've never met before that people that knew you maybe we we're just like best style best style hell yeah dude's got the best style well deserved you know what i mean and uh that like solidified it was like yeah my boy's pro like yeah long overdue like it's a good feeling to know you can do that as a brand too like you built something to the point where you can put someone's name on and you can sell that board yeah that's a synergy together you guys are working together and it actually fucking worked yeah like sick it was dope too, like just to be able to like be like, "Yo, here's fucking ten boards, bro. You don't yeah. have to buy boards." <laughs> Fuck yeah! For That's a, like a while, kid shit, right? Yeah, there. Like, like, yeah. Sell, sell them if you want, but I would ride them. You know, save, <laughs> save a few, please. You know, you're gonna wish you so like saved them. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just like one of those moments where it was like, "Fuck!" And this was like right around the time like he uh got like arrested and you know it was in dartmouth like probably could use some support bro well like it was that i was like we were already like doing it but then that happened and i was just like fuck man like any way i can help my my close fucking friend who's like also my favorite skateboarder that like when i like was in a period of my life of like fuck am i gonna be like a professional teacher and like just like not live out this dream or whatever uh, John like made me fall back in love with like skateboarding. Hell yeah! And be like, yo, like I can do both. Like, why not? Yeah, you know, 
Um, Don't let it die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Like, long overdue, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, well-deserved, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Cheers to that, too. Boom, boom. We'll high-five. I'll high-five it. Yeah, John. <laughs> congrats. And, Curtis, on the sick as a brand it's a milestone for a brand skate brand especially yeah like, for sure to turn someone pro and like yeah. have it work out and people give you positive re- feedback and it's fucking awesome yeah it's you know it's a, like more like couldn't have asked for a better response and uh yeah a better oh. first pro yeah bro. <laughs> <laughs> better first bro <laughs> um okay so i guess where we go from here is just like Maybe pass it to John. Just what's on the horizon, man? What are you working towards? What are we doing? What's the where's the motion going? Where are we going, bro? So I'm going back to Brooklyn in a week or two. Um, <laughs> I like how you say that. <laughs> a little smile. It's a little. On his face. It's, a, it's a little bittersweet, man. Um, yeah, dude. I was living in a cool space in Providence, like warehouse style art loft. Um, New owners bought the building, and my old roommate has a room open for me, and I'm going to go back out to Brooklyn and develop this brand I have with my brother who still lives in, he still lives out there. Oh, where? um, Yeah, I'm just going to. That's awesome. Go out, you know, work on this brand I'm doing, um, skate a little bit, I guess. I don't know, just my art shit, just. See where it goes. What's the vibes in New York? What's your routine? What's a day in New York for you? <laughs> um, you get some bacon, egg, and cheese and like a <laughs> bag of potato chips and puts the chips on the bacon, egg, and cheese. A bag it. <laughs> or, or he gets waffle fries because I've experienced this many times. Or he gets waffle fries and puts that shit on the bacon, egg, and cheese. And he always says, it's the texture, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah that happens Co- <laughs> coffee i might have had one before the sandwich but uh yeah it depends um are we black coffee it depends okay if there's no cream yeah it's black <laughs> i get that um a little sweeter in the evening if i want another one later in the day um my routine i don't know i don't i don't know dude um so i'm gonna go back I, so I lived in New York from like 2012 till about 2019, 2020, and I was living it up. Yeah, you know, Fuck soaking yeah. that shit in. Um, but then I got over it. I got over it the past few years. The last couple of years I lived there, I felt like I was in a rat race. Yeah, you know, and I was kind of like, dude, this sucks. You know, yeah. almost trapped. You know, because like it's. The, the price point to, like, live there is almost so high, dude. You can't even, like, leave. Unless yeah. you're, like, really wealthy. Like, if you're grinding out there, it's you can't even, like, take a vacation. Because you're going to – you spend the money on the vacation. You spend the money there, and then you get back, and you're poor, and you can't pay your rent. So it's like, you know? Yeah. I'd come out here for the holidays and be here for, like, a day or two and dip. Because I had to. Yeah. So I had to go back and make money. Um I'm mm-hmm. in a better position now. Um, I don't think I'm going to, like, party as much, you know. I love, like, techno and <laughs> I like dancing and shit still. But, um, nice. yeah, I'm going to go there and just work, put my head down, 
paint and just kind of develop this brand with my brother. Fuck yeah. We're working with big names. Uh, I'm not going to mention any, but... <laughs> it's coming. Um, it's coming. I got well. some big names in the pocket. Um, and I'm just going to try and cultivate this brand with my brother, elevate it, and work for myself and just see where I, see where it goes, you know? And you've been stacking clips, so things are looking up. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. It's good, so... Dude. Dude, dude, it's so hard to, like... I'll have something that I have to do, right? But so let's go skate. And I'm like, oh, I'm kind of busy, you know? But then I'll be like, immediately be like, fuck it, you know? And I'll go skate. But then when I'm on the session, I'm not, like, serious where I'm, like, mean or anything. But, like, if someone's, like... So Dan McGrath and I have been skating a lot again. Dan put the camera down for a long time, dude. Yeah, he's doing all the clothes and stuff and just, like, focusing on other stuff. He started... Dude, we've been so... Dan, Dan's been in the streets again, like, for like two months now. That's the best thing I've heard. It's like me, yeah. Mark Poole, Ooh. Jordan Siavong. Yeah, so good. Both Nick Ricks, you Ooh. know? Classic, classic. Um, We're kind of on some... Yeah, I'm going to say, we're on some cool guy shit where it's like, you know, because, like, oh, can we get on the sesh? And we're like, uh... <laughs> You know, I do. Cause we're all older <laughs> now, dude. Like, it's like we I'm, don't in, my need th- you I'm in my thirties. Like, yeah. everyone's in their like mid late twenties, dude. Like, no, we're not warming up at the skate park. You know what I mean? We're in the streets with it, and we're fucking getting busy, dude. Making money. Yeah. And um, I love that shit, dude. That's the shit. You know? I miss it. I fucking miss it. But it's hard, dude. I fucking <laughs> literally like I turned thirty four in October, and for some reason I'm fucking hurt all the time. You're getting old, bro. <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what it is. Uh, I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's a hard it's thing to admit. Fucking catching up. It's hard to admit. Yeah, I'm thirty. I'm gonna be thirty nine on the fifteenth of Always November. Always got these. Ant- yeah, is it November now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah on the fifteenth, I'll be thirty nine. Looking good. Thank you. Yeah. Dinosaur. Dinosaur, bro. Um. Yeah, the ankle's been giving me trouble. Front, back. Both. Ooh. <laughs> I get it. One one will heal and then I hurt the other one. Yeah. That one will heal up, hurt the other one. It's so been like a back and forth the past like two, three months. And you always grind through it because it's like. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. like, all right, I can't flip my board regular. I guess I'll skate switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't skate switch. I guess I'll skate regular. And it works out sometimes. And that's what keeps that going. That so, cycle. yeah. Like what I was saying is like, all right, I'm making a painting. Uh, I'm working on a commission. I have like three hours to kill. Let's go skate. Yeah. But when I, I'm going out and I'm like. I'm almost treating it as a job. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I'll I'll go to the skate park here and there when I have time and just chill or whatever. But I, like, fully enjoy, like, going out in the streets and, like... Having... Being boxed in and having to work with Dude, it's like... uh, It's not like a ritual. What am I... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's, like, sacred, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm fine... Like, me and Mark Poole were talking about that the other day. I'm like, dude, I was, like, at a party the other night, like took mushrooms on halloween oh yeah i was just like i was with mark he was like dressed up as chad muska and uh, <laughs> you're on he, mushrooms he's muska he, yeah it was fire dude it was <laughs> yeah, so fire that is fire. but you know we were geeking and stuff and he's like dude it's so sick that like we're skiing with dan again like dude like yes. dan's the best you know like he'd be like you can do like a shitty trick but like it looks good just because he films it so well dude, you know i know that so well and i I, did, I just said to mark i was like dude it's fucking like this sacred thing like it feels so I think it's because it's, it's because you've put restraints on yourself. 
because you have other work, so then you're allotted this time, so then you're valuing that time. Yeah, so much. that's what it is. So you're like boxing yourself in to see what you can do with 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 these walls and how to get around them or yeah. how to make it work. It's, like, dude, sometimes it's, it's that helps. Thing. Yeah, that's awesome. It makes it exciting, and you're like you have that sense of urgency because yeah. you know you have other things, obligations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I've dealt with that a lot growing up <laughs> you know i go out with like no expectations you know yeah i'm like all right i like that <coughs> excuse me i'm not like washed up or anything but like i'm just like all right dude you don't have to improve or you don't pro. have to impress anyone you're a pro i'm not imp- yeah. impressing anyone your name's on a board dude you've earned it you've earned that luxury of like <coughs> being able to be like i can go at my pace now right when you're an am you have to go at someone else's pace because you're working towards something and they're going to turn you pro but you have a board so you can go you can be you can get your deal on a little bit. I love it, dude. I love it so much. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love like, excuse me. <coughs> I should have brought some water up. It's my fault. <coughs> I have some Jack Daniels. <laughs> I don't know if that'll help a little bit. I just like showing kids that like, dude, stay the course, bro. Like, I've been meeting kids that like, oh, dude, I looked up to you. I looked up to your video parts, right? They just hang out at the skate park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't, like, skate. Yeah, I know that feeling. So I love, like, showing them <clears throat> that yeah. I'm still doing this. And you can still do it. It's so true, dude. It's like it, we need people to carry these things forward. You yes. know what I mean? And not give up on this stuff. There's, like, nothing more important to life than, like, being a school teacher or, like, just, dude, like, teaching the next generation yeah. or people like younger than you you know yeah if you don't teach people like we're never gonna grow it dies out you know there's no one to like li- hold you up you, so that's you rise so up and then you need people to like want to follow that path you know or like carry on tradition so like if you pass it on to the next they're gonna like be honored you know yeah that makes sense yeah it's it's the most gratifying like feeling dude yeah it's in, like when someone says like, "Oh, dude, you inspired me," like it's all you, it's all you. There's nothing dude. better than someone saying you inspire me. That's as pro as you can get. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's true, man. I teach skateboard lessons just for that because I'm like, I'm like, I'm not really pro if I'm not like sharing what I learned. Exactly, dude. Yeah, I'm not really pro. I'm just some guy who's like trying to be pro. <laughs> you know, basically, you're just trying to be pro if you're always taking, taking. But if you're giving back, then you're more pro than ever, you know? Some of the most pro dudes are the dudes that start the shops or the brands or, like, the dudes that, like, keep continue to share as they get older because right. they realize the importance of carrying on tradition and keeping it alive and carrying it as far as you can go and then giving it back to someone and inspiring them to carry it further and go further than, than you, you know? <clears throat> it takes all, all of us to do that together. And skateboarding is so trivial. It's a piece of wooden wheels and can be dismissed by the mainstream and moms and dads and get a job. It can just be dismissed as something unimportant, you know? Yeah. So it takes someone like you to be like, no, this helped me develop as an individual. It helped me form identity and figure out who I am. This is worth hanging on to and creating with and care. That's some pro shit. Yeah. It's like you found something that helped you as a muse and then you, you share it with others. And then you spread that gospel, you know? Some pro shit. Yeah, that's pro. It's, that's my idea, pro. Like, 
there's dudes that are just based off of talent and can do every trick in the book, and that's cool. And that you can be pro off of that, but it only carries you so far. Right. I think personality. You hurt yourself, style. and I'm like, whoa, what do you do now? Yeah. Like, it's like you you're do? no longer winning all the contests. So what do you do now? Yeah. You better start expanding who you are, so you can like figure out where you're going. You know. Right. It's like you need to be a prize pony all you want. You know. I, I guess that's uh, <laughs> what. What made me be like yeah obviously i'm gonna turn john pro and that's like normally what the things that are most interesting about skateboarders is like what they do off the board right like yeah yeah and like to I'm, me yeah, yeah like straight up like more often than not like the skateboarders i i admire the most like after meeting them in person are the ones that don't just fucking talk about skateboarding only yeah, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i'm like what else do you do or what like i don't know just like that that's one thing i kind of want to stress to a lot of skateboarders and kind of to your point where, like, the mom and dad saying, like, get a job or whatever. It's, like, funny to have that sort of um, opinion about something that's, like, us telling them, like, well, why do you even fucking play golf? You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know. Why do you even – why do you play tennis? Why the fuck are you doing that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And calling that, like, a certain lifestyle that's negative or something. You know what I mean? And it's, like, it's not just about skateboarding. Like, what else are you interested in and how can you bring that – into like the skateboarding sphere where like there is this opportunity for like exposure and literally like you know everyone says like you get introduced to a lot of like great music from skateboarding i just said that today yeah literally just told this whole this lady that's at the warehouse that works with the apparel side of things i was telling her today i'm like well i asked her i was like what music do you listen to she's like gotta be 70 80s and she was telling me all these bands and i'm like listening to these and it's all like it's like happy music and simple happy music i'm like you're innocent as fuck you know <laughs> i'm like i know some of these songs from like skate videos that's what i was telling her i was like i know some of your genre just from listening to like skate videos but like because that skating does it turns you on to that type of stuff yeah know? exactly so yeah pro fuck. <laughs> Dude, thank you guys. This was super fun. We're rapping. I mean, we can keep going. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Ask me a question. Let's t- table turn. You're the podcaster now. Uh, what's your order at Cracker Barrel? Mm. <laughs> that might have been the best question I've ever received on the podcast. <laughs> and it depends on my mood. I might go French toast. I might go pancake. If because like a lot of times when I go to Cracker Barrel, I'm like. I want heavy comfort food, you right. know, like, so I'm like pancakes smothered in fucking syrup or like French toast. And then sometimes I'll go country fried chicken with the gravies and the biscuits and shit, mac and cheese, little mm-hmm. mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. My favorite holiday, Cracker Barrel <laughs> makes me think of it, is that Thanksgiving and it's coming up. It's my favorite holiday because yeah. it's based around family and food. Right. And you don't even have to get along with your family, but if you bring all that food in, you all shut the fuck up and you're just heavy eating. Right. It's like no one's fighting, but you're just all full. And that's Cracker Barrel to me. There's rocking chairs. There's fucking <laughs> chest. There's a store you can walk around. There's a fireplace. There's some lady fucking taking your order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's an OG. And the thing about Cracker Barrel that's amazing is that it's cheap. Like yeah. I, I buy team meals all the time when we're on trips because we try to hit Cracker Barrel. And uh, I'll be like, yeah, 
It's on me. There's no alcohol, <laughs> so it's way cheaper. <laughs> Dudes aren't getting a bunch of beers because I, I do that mistake a few times. Where I'm, I'm like sure. feeling good. I'm like, oh, I got this. Yeah. And then they're just like, alcohol just adds up. We're like, damn, it's three, four hundred dollars. Jesus <laughs> like, Christ! What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Uh, Cracker Barrel, it's like sixty nine, sixty. Like what? <laughs> we just had fifteen meals. <laughs> like yeah, you got a chicken wing, you got mashed potato, <laughs> like fucking biscuits. <laughs> oh man. I literally just went to Maine. So I loaded up fucking all my skateboard lessons. Chloe, Anders, uh, Rory. Uh, no, Rory didn't go. Silas went. Talon went. Bunch of young kids. Talon's a G. You you should know Talon. The fact that you know him, that is awesome. Yeah, that's his whole G. That's his spot. Talon's the man. I filmed his first kickflip, by the way. Yeah, he lost his shit. It was sick. Dude, he's a G. That's why. That's sick, you know him. Um, yeah, I just loaded up all these, like, misfit kids that just, like, love skating. And I could tell they love it sort of like I do or, like, I love it like they do. And I was like, their parents bring to them to me for a skateboard lesson. And half the reason the lesson is nothing to do with skateboarding is just, like, they know I'll be able to talk to them and let them express themselves. You right. Know? Like, give them a space to, like, develop. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty good at that. And, um... So I just I just hang on to these little collections of humans that I love, and uh, I invite them all. I'm like, let's go. There's a fundraiser and all that stuff. And I tried to take them to Cracker Barrel, but it was a fucking hour wait, and none of them had been to Cracker Barrel. I'm like, you guys are about to have your minds blown. <laughs> I'm about to, dude. <laughs> that would be so crazy. I had that podcast where I was like, oh, I need Cracker Barrel. Like, put me on. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> dude, Cracker Barrel tour. We'll do a whole tour based around locations yeah, of Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I'm fucking down. Give me hot coffee, black Get hot coffee. Give me a fucking yeah. rocking chair and Rock. some candy. Exactly. <laughs> Throw the mic on the table and we'll fucking discuss this shit. Let's go. We'll fucking figure shit out. Solve world problems on the podcast. <laughs> Comfort food. I love crack barrel. It's the best, dude. And Hence the, where that question came from, everyone. Yeah, in that store. <laughs> they got the illest store in there. You just like look, look around. It's all the old toys and candies right. and shit. Yeah. Takes you back to a different Like, spot. seriously. I remember going in there as a kid yeah. just like, what the fuck? Yo, so the, I brought those kids and they went in. And they were like, what? And they yeah. just like all dispersed. I'm like, fuck, I got to keep track. I got seven of these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, they all disappeared in the store. And then uh, then they shut us down. Like, hour wait. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like, these kids never had it. Bump that old fuck out. You yeah, know he's had They this come shit. here every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went in. I brought them all in. And then we ended up at Popeyes. The kids were like, let's go to Popeyes. And I was like, I just read a news article about how there's rats on the chicken in Popeyes. Like, Jesus. But I'm like, all right, we're fucking going to Popeyes. <laughs> It was pretty good. The kids are getting the rat chicken. Yeah, it was pretty fucking good. It <laughs> Fine. was pretty good. You get the rat chicken. It was in the middle. Uh, release date on these new boards? Uh, I'm going to say after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we got some new graphics coming. Oh, hell yeah. John asked me when are the new graphics coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Get those new oyster boards. Dude, dude, dude. They're coming. They're coming. Hottest. Hottest stuff out of MA. Uh, currently. It's sick when I like press the graphics because I'm like, um, it's crazy how much I can like really see. Like I, you know, when you look at something once and you take it in, but then there's like layers to it. It's like sick to be pressing like oyster graphics or world graphics, and it's like literally hours of my life. But I'm like taking it in because it's art, you know. And I'm like, yeah, my lady is like, press. Like some kids gonna have that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I had my sister pressing with me, and she doesn't skate or nothing. Or she was, like, polybagging the boards and stuff. Yeah. But, like, she's looking at the art, too, and just, like, she's seeing it, like, 50 of one graphic, 50 of this graphic. And she's really, like, I'm watching her, and she's, like, taking them in, trying to figure it out. Like, what does this mean? She was saying that about, oh, he's still, like, fuck is his name? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she really? She didn't get it at all. She don't skate. She yeah, yeah. She touch a board. She's like, what is Oyster? Like, I'm like, it's, they skate. Like, these are my friends, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? she wasn't funny. like hating but she was kind of like what kind of name is oyster she's super defensive of like all i need you know oh, hey. she's saying all i need like, I'm like <laughs> this ain't no all i need i'm shit. like there's other people out there that do different shit <laughs> like this is their thing like, uh, but she's like looking at it like trying to like analyze it it was cool watching her like process the art because yeah. she's looking at it over and over and over again i yeah, really yeah. like that aspect of like pressing the decks and seeing the art and getting and like interpreting it a lot of different ways you know yeah it's for cool, sure man. yeah especially that much repetition for what you're doing like you're just like whoa yeah whoa <laughs> but i need that because like i am uh i can pay attention at times but at times you're just in the inertia life and you're just like not paying attention but right if it's in front of you a lot you start to be like oh i gotta really pay attention to this you know right so like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah this makes sense what is that oh that thing you know little little nooks and crannies of stuff Hell yeah. I love that shit about it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, hell yeah, dude. Thanks for having us, for real. Yeah, dude. This yeah. is super fun, dude. Yeah. Um, my I The other topic that my brain keeps going to is the Olympics. <laughs> oh, no. Did you guys watch skateboarding in the Olympics? Uh, a little, but no. not really. I just remember... The furthest thing from... I just remember just hearing a bunch of negative stuff from people yeah. and they're like oh, do you believe it and i'm like i didn't watch it so yeah like i i i saw some of it but Can like into the mic into the mic how do you feel about um kaliuma is Kariuma. oh Kariuma. Uh, the shoe brand Kar- yeah <sighs> heavy question john heavy question <laughs> it's a heavy question right i'm gonna let you know my answer right now okay Hate please it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hate them, dude. Okay. I feel like it's just like some weird industry, like, dude. I don't even know, bro. Like, crazy. marketing is crazy, bro. Crazy. This is kind of along the lines of what I was gonna say. Like, <laughs> so this is this is just like what my brain told me to say. From your like, I Olympics in this in skateboarding and this shoe brand is like the same thing to me. Yeah, hit at the same time, sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cookie cutter. Quaint. It, no, fuck, dude. I suck at this. I don't know, dude. Like, well, so the first. Timely. Fir- it's timely. It's so sick that skating's in the Olympics. Like, who would have thought, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, snowboarding's been in like the win- Winter Olympics forever. Um, same type of caliber or whatever. Um, or whatever. Um. It's crazy to think that mainstream is like latched on to it. But like But I get it. It's so cool. <laughs> I'm actually Fred's I'm friend I know I know I shot a little bit and nice. like he's the man, dude. He um he wasn't in the Olympics, right? He should have no, been. He he was supposed to be. He was telling me about it one time, we were having a conversation and then like he, <sighs> Don't sigh. I'm from the old school man, dude. Like I can't like I wa I don't watch the barracks, but I watched the barracks the other night, and it was a uh, battle of the barracks with uh, Jagger Eaton. Yep. And third place. 
in the Olympics. Someone else, but like, I can't stand that kid, dude. <laughs> like his style sucks, though. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, right, no, no, I've no, been another, watching another, another question. So, <laughs> another question. Wait, let me. Answer I'll keep th- it interesting. Hang on to your question, but let me answer the first one. I can't get into Carium or Carium, <laughs> whatever the brand is, because it was so marketed towards like skateboarding. Like it was on the barracks, and it was just like it came in. It wasn't like I learned it through their riders. Yeah. I just learned it through like a marketing ploy. Right. And that's nothing against them or anyone else. And it kind of looks like Vox. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but like to me, well, when I was crazy, I can't name one rider. Except no, I'm pretty yeah. sure that dude Jagger Eaton was wearing them, but I can't name another rider. Remember your question, John. But yeah, I agree. The first time I turned on to him was that I. It was through the marketing of the brand. It wasn't through the riders. Like most fucking footwear brands, it's like you knew the riders, knew the video, and all that stuff. This was the opposite. It was like they just paid for advertising on the barracks, and then the then they were in the Olympics because yeah. the riders were riding them. But I don't really pay attention to Olympic riders either, so. All right, what's the question? <laughs> okay. How do I phrase this? Phrase it exactly how it needs to be phrased. All right, so truthfully or So with like bitterly. those that that grouping, right? Um like barracks skating, uh, like Olympic Olympic skating. Mm-hmm. Dude, I fucking love Nigel Houston. Do you? I do, dude. Have you listened to this podcast at all? <laughs> No, not much. I watched. I watched. I, I watched the Justin Schroegler oh interview. Oh, sick. Um, what do you like about Nigel? That's a real question. Just curious. All right, so like, uh, aesthetically, can't stand him. It's like he's the equivalent to like the th- Dallas th- throw up cowboy. in your throw up in your mouth. Yeah. But like the balls and audacity he has to hit some of the shit that he hits is oh, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. insane. I'll never take that away from him. He's and very talented and he has gnarly. The the Nyjah SB oh, shit. is an amazing skate shoe. <laughs> Does it just not fall apart? Or it's great, dude. Yeah, it's Nike. It's fire. Yeah. Um. So, Good all right, back in the day. I would hope so. Back in the he day, right? a whole right? team designing the fucking shoe. Good for him. Like, where did it go? Like, <laughs> back in the day, right? Well, so nowadays it's like, oh, yeah, he's just a skate park skater, right? Right? Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. Back in the day, like, all right, Ardo Sari, Tom Penny, Donnie Barley. Choo, choo. Um, you know, dudes we looked up to, fucking shredded contests, right? But also created fire video parts that inspired a lot of fucking people, oh, amen, right? Amen. Where did that happen where it was just like, it's almost just like you're a street skater or you're like a fucking skate park skater. You know what I mean? Like, like if like some dude that rips in the streets like a... Or some dude who rips a skate park like a Jagger Ian, right? Yes. Dude, I'm bored as fuck watching him try and like film a street park. Fair enough. Like, I don't even know if I have a question. Like, or <laughs> what's your stance on that? Like, where or where do you feel like it's a fine line? That switch. It's a fine line. It's a very. It's a fine line angel between angel hair pasta fine line. Yeah, it's a fine line between like being an artist and being an athlete and being like, there's like. Yeah. There's a so the problem for me with competition skaters and people that con and I said this to Lutzka when he came on the podcast. <laughs> no, you're nailing it. Uh, Good question. Pro as fuck. Good questions. Um, pro questions. So I said this to Lutzka and he kind of gave me like a side eye look. See where I go for the door every time? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking don't think so, but I wish that would have been amazing. 
So I said this to him, and I didn't mean it. I don't mean it as an insult, but I just mean it from where I'm coming from. This is a genuine question. It's like when you enter so many contests or so many like corny like segments where it's like a corporate mainstream sponsor and they're producing your career, basically, like if you ride for a Nike or a Monster and mm-hmm. they're just like all those outlets are putting you into that 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 um their paradigm you're like they're like all those contests you're marketing your skating like lutzka did so many 270s to nose blunts because he wanted to get those points to win those contests so like he made the decision but he was put in a game by a corporate sponsor that said this is what's going to get you the gold you know Mm -hmm. and that waters down your skating for sure because you're practicing the same fucking trick because you want to get that points for that trick. And then you're and not seeing anything new. It's not like watching yeah. John push down the street, not yeah. thinking about whether he's winning or losing, just fucking skating. Yeah. He goes, uh... But do you know what I'm saying, John? It's like, that's the difference, is there's some people that want that golden egg. They're, they want that golden egg so much that they'll conform their skating to a certain way to please their corporate masters or whatever. Which is fine. Like, if you're good at juggling... Throw that in there. Is it a money, honey? <laughs> Say it again, John. Do you think it's a money-driven like greed? I don't, and it's not necessarily it's not necessarily a moral thing like greedy or whatever. But I think it's just that it shows their intention. Like Nigel right. will be the first to admit that he like wants to win and beat everyone. Yeah, and he did when he lost the Olympics. He's like, I have a problem. He didn't even place, huh? Nah. No. And it sucks because I was rooting for him. I talked the most shit on him, but deep down, I'm a huge Nigel fan. So I'm like, I know his whole story, you know, like his whole life story. And I'm like, I want this dude to win. And then he let us down. And it was like, I kind of saw that coming. Who won? It it was Yuto in first. Oh, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know Jack. That's the only skate park skater that I, dude. He's sick, dude. So you just gotta say you gotta say it a little different. He's not. They're not skate park skaters per se, but they're like corporate skaters because they're willing to like they play that side of the game and they're good at it. It's like being an athlete and a sports star, kind of. It's like you're gonna make millions, but then you're gonna have to play the rules of the masters. They're gonna decide how you skate and how many times people see that trick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you let someone out. Whereas like someone like you or someone like me, it's like. I like not being boxed in. I like yeah. I'm I I learned skating so I could be free, so I could escape the traps of life. That was the thing. Like growing up, I was yeah. like, anytime someone boxed me in, skating taught me to find that little silver line and slip through there real quick. You know what I mean? Whereas other people, it's like they like want to play the game so they can get all these things, and it's mm-hmm. like it's just like to me that's hollow and empty. But like if you're good at it, I was never good at it. <laughs> like I wasn't good at competition because I. The thing I was trying to get out of skating was like, it was like I needed some uh, something to work on by myself that would help yeah, me like, like figure out my pressure, issues. Like yeah, no pressure. Like I needed it. to go out there and like cry and throw my board and like sometimes I couldn't be good on my board because I had family issues or like mental right. issues and I needed skating to like get me out there in the streets with some people so I could like figure out how to work through my shit. I wasn't like from a good family who's like yeah you're gonna be a fucking champion here's a trophy like yeah. you're good at juggling like even in school is the same thing it was like i could have done good at school if i had like a safe environment at home and nurturing and like figured things out but it, that wasn't the case so to me i would go in there with a bunch of emotional issues and get into a fight or like not be able to pay attention because i'm like got fucking 
my my mom's missing and I'm like this is too heavy I just want to sleep through the day so it's like for me I needed things for different reasons you know and some people need and that's fine skating's for yeah. everyone I'm a b- big proponent of that skating's for everyone like I don't mind if jocks want to be in it trans people black uh, people white people purple people aliens little Wayne whoever the fuck wants to be in skating it's like I don't own skating no one does it's a piece of wooden wheels and it's like uh it's what you put into it that makes it valuable. So, like, anyone from any walks of life can put their energy and life force and create something with it, even if it's, like, a jock, you know? Like, who the fuck am I to say you're doing it wrong? Right. Can't say that. Like, it's skateboarding helped me so much that I can't can't judge anyone for seeing value in it, even if it's not for the same reasons that I do. But I get why people do that because it's, like, you're very protective of the thing you love and it's your own creation. And it's, like, you want to think that, you know you do it for the right reasons and yeah. no one else does, you know, but it's not true. But I just talk shit on some of those dudes that are really big like that because I'm like, nobody is above skateboarding. Nobody. Yeah. And Nija, like, if I'm going to let Nija have a corporate Nike sponsor and there's nothing against that, if Nike hit me up tomorrow and was like, look, Shetler, we want to support you and your vision and all that stuff, I'd be like, let's go, you know, yeah. like, let's do yeah. some cool shit together. But you got to support me. Yeah, give me some money, too. Yeah, like, if they want to <laughs> help me out and push the... the do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, that would be the rarest. Yeah. The, so rare. <laughs> but... Yeah, well, they're, they're going to be holographic. Oh, <laughs> uh, sick, sick. But, like, but at the same time, it's just, like, <clears throat> it's just, like, you got to do, you got to do, you got to skate for the reasons that you got into skating and follow that thread and see where it goes, you know? And focus on that, and then you won't even care about anyone else. But I talk shit on those dudes just because sometimes the ego gets bigger than, like, I talk shit on Mike V. And I like Mike V, and I admire a lot of things he did. He has multiple brands. He did that video, Driven. But, like, at some point, it's like he was drinking from his own Kool-Aid. You know, it was like, Mike V is Mike V. And it was like, yeah, and I'm like, sure. you're not bigger than skating. Nyjah's not bigger than skating. If I'm going to let Nike and Nyjah dictate what's cool to all these people and everyone's going to pretend like this is the only wave or the this is the whole industry. Because, like, a lot of corporate sponsors come into skating and they think they can just buy the wave and yeah. buy the generation. And I'm like, yeah. get the fuck out of here because, like, like no one's bigger than skating and who the fuck are you just because you have money to say that right that this is what's and what, it is you know? like nice that there's those opportunities for people to like get those like like corporate sponsors and like make fuck a yeah. living make and, a living yeah make for money. sure i did that i wrote for new york it was like in macy's all right. the clothes the whole money was from right. selling clothes to macy's and i gotta like live the dream yeah. travel the world for like two years all over china twice australia yeah. all fucking over and that was from like a corporate thing you know right like yeah. i mean if like red bull reached out to you john right now and said ride for us like w- what would you say it, <laughs> that's red bull opening <laughs> he's like as long as i can draw a dick on the can <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, i don't know if i'm allowed to say this but you remember brandon back in the day of skater's edge he got fired from red bull westgate for that reason he, uh, in an interview... He used to sell them to Skater's Edge. Did he? Yeah. I didn't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to sell his that. cases to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew um, The answer... <laughs> you uh, can say that. The answer to your question, Curtis, was if the check was big enough, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, I would I would hope anyone else would 
say yes. So the problem would be if you said yes and all they wanted was John to enter a bunch of contests that he didn't enjoy, then you'd be compromising yourself. That's true. But if they were like, John, we love you as an artist. Yeah, yeah just do what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I point yeah. is. It's like, yeah, I'm down to work with a corporation or like a brand that – believes in me but if you're going to try to fit me into something that i don't fit into then i'm just compromising myself and it's like a yeah. waste of my time you know like, i'm not gonna lie like there was a period of time where i was like you see the red bull hat you're like oh fuck Ugh. but like i still I, see that yeah and like, i know it's yeah. not like the greatest like but i'm not mad looking at the skater. i'm not mad at the skater there's <laughs> like a lot of skaters that's what said, like jamie foy or whatever like yeah. there was a period of time where i was like why is he wearing the hat though i was like, oh because he's, he's getting paid because he's gonna He's gonna. Yeah, I know. Why yeah, does but, he have to wear it every clip? But because he gets paid by clip, right? Check, the royalty check, and he gets to keep that fat layer. Yeah. Like, like for real, he gets to keep that little. <laughs> the steaks keep him thick. So, Those front crooks are looking so every, nice. No, but they're gonna go but along those lines. So it's not like back in the day when I rode for Lakai. Uh, Kelly Bird was the TM, and. Uh, they would for every photo that showed the flare, yep. they would pay me. So I had a photo in Thrasher, two page. Yeah, I had two page and I was doing like a frontside flip and you could see the bottom of my feet and they both had the flares. So they pay me like, I don't know, it was like four or five hundred bucks because there's two yep. flares and they would write it in there. But I don't think they do that per video. I think just like they're smart. They're like, oh, Red Bull's paying me fucking say, whatever, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty grand a year, hundred grand a year. Like, I'm going to make sure I wear this all the time. Keep this gravy train coming, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's a lot of that going on, you know? Yeah. It's hard to yeah. get those sponsors, too. Like, it's not easy oh. to get, like, a corporate sponsor like that and then keep it going. Like, it's not a, no joke, you know? Wow. I used to get shit from Gatorade back in the day when I rode for New York, too. And they sent me to some, like, Celtics games, front row court and shit. And they sent me all this limited edition shit. Wow. Like. I was just taking it all because I'm like, dude, I'm fucking hungry. Like, yeah, I was yeah, in the yeah. projects before I was sponsored. Like, I'm fucking going to take whatever opportunities come my way. And if people want to hate, hate. I don't care, you know? Yeah. There's that level to it, too, you know? Also, I was. Also, I, Gatorade's got electrolytes, you know? <laughs> it's good for you. Facts. <laughs> it's good for you. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, did we cover it all? Is there anything else? Yeah. I feel like we're going to have to do round two, though. Cause this is super down. fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down. Just let me know. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, till next time. Yeah. Um, before we go, maybe just shout out like the website, the Instagram, anywhere you'd want people to check out oyster stuff. And John, if you have anything you want to share, a plug, just so it's here in the podcast. All right. Uh, Instagram is oyster skateboards. Website is www.skateoysterbrand.com. Uh, follow at jml.wave jml dot wave dot wave uh, at jimmy kafka j-y-m-m-y k-a-f-k-a um, yeah, and that's it oh and also east coast kickflip is a front side shove it yeah I just want everyone to know that I saw that today just want everyone to know that I was looking at something today was it on your instrument <laughs> I saw that it's my handle oh okay okay <laughs> <laughs> it's true though it's I true. thought about it for a while I was like it kind of is the front shove is the East Coast Kickflip R.I.P. Swisher Peter, Pete Pete Chav yeah, yeah man I love you I miss you yeah, for real. I do it for you yeah man yeah. fucker
I um saw all that go down on social media and I didn't comment at all because like I never really knew Pete like you guys did, but I like met Pete a bunch. And, like, I saw you guys, and you guys were, like, all super friends and, like, yeah. just vibing together. And, like, so I didn't really comment because I was, like, not my place. But, yeah. like, um, yeah, man. Legend. Yeah, dude. That's heavy situation. For real. Uh, There's some stuff in the work. One of a kind. Out, right? Some family stuff. Yeah. And, like, you guys got stuff in the work. Yeah, all for right. sure. And also, like, I just want to say, like, straight up talk to you your friends about anything and everything that you're dealing with like don't ever 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 feel like you can't all right i know for a fact like i would hope that john would like tell me that something's going wrong in his life like nothing's like yeah man i'm great you don't always have to say that um especially for you know young men out there you don't have to like always pretend everything's okay and tell your friends you'd be surprised like how they're they're gonna respond um so yeah yeah straight uh, up and sometimes it just feels super heavy because you 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 feel like you're alone but if you share it with someone it lightens the load a little bit so it's worth a shot yeah you know yeah for real not not to end this podcast on like a heavy note but more of like a, a positive note yeah um just to like even the things that pete did say to me uh yeah i'm really glad i learned those things so yeah uh yeah, tell your friends anything and everything. Like, not a, not everything, but, like, just what you're going through. If you are feeling like you're up for it, it might go a long way, you know? Yeah, we need a lot of that in this world. People go through a lot of heavy stuff, so amen, brothers. Amen to empty last sips. That's last right. Sips. The bitter ends. <laughs> 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 Thank you, guys. <laughs> to the bitter end. Till the wheels fall off. That's how you podcast, people. <laughs> Emma interrupted. I wouldn't pee. Yeah, I that last night. Me too. The vice. Choo, 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 choo. Yeah.